and another thing. You can listen to me would have been a big star by now. With that little pit squeak voice, how do you expect to get anywhere, you little puny puke? We say puke. WQM. Happy Wednesday to you. What the hell was that that we are following now? What was it? Ben Hitler. No, I'm not talking about the song, which, uh, as grotesque as it was, I'm just talking about that, uh, whatever it was. I don't know. See, we, we on this show, we have our own personal program director. That's right. I'm, I'm thinking maybe 8 to 10 should have its own personal program director. Because <laughs> the last, no, seriously, we seem to be having some problems there. Last 8 to 10, uh, we had some very serious problems with that whole deal, as you may recall. I'll take your children. Sell them to some Haitians. Right. And now the current 8 to 10, we seem to be having, I don't know, what. where was it Joe Rose this morning? I don't know. And then, of course, we get the big, oh. which is really like a stab through our heart. I mean, that's just unbelievable. In prime time, when people are awake, when people are, like, really listening, oh, man, that is brutal. He's not a bad guy. You know, he never stole a freight train, but Jesus, putting him on the air. What are you thinking about, guys? Man, that is Tragic. Anyway, and I guess he was giving away more Marlin tickets. Is that what I heard right there at the end? Am I correct about that? I don't hear these things. How could you miss it over that Van Halen crap right there at the end? That's all I heard was Van Halen. That sounds to me like sabotage. That would be like playing Luis Miguel records at the end of the show. There's a thought. Yeah. No, I like the Mad Dog. We don't want to do that to him. Oh, thanks for the copy, fat boy. Long overdue, you idiot. Man, that carries another one. Another real uh, winner. Well, listen, everything's fine. Oh, we're fine. Except more dead people uh, all over the world. Car bomb killed 68 in Iraq. Suicide attackers detonated simultaneous car bombs against police buildings during rush hour today, killing 68 people, including several children, as many as 20 children. And the bloodiest attacks hit this mainly Shiite city since the U.S.-led occupation began a year ago, since our Iraq attack. Iraqis pulled charred and torn bodies from mangled vehicles in front of the Saudi police station, located by uh, the Saudi police station, located by Bosworth Crowded Main Street Market. One of three stations at a police academy hit just after 7 o'clock a.m. their time by a total of five car bombs. About 200 people, in addition to the dead, were wounded. 
Two vans passing by the Saudi station were destroyed, one carrying kindergartners, the other taking girls to middle school. Dead children burned beyond recognition were taken to hospital morgues. There's the operative sentence in this story. Oh, thank you, Mr. President. Thank you, Tony Blair, for all of our dead bodies. Thank you for your emancipation by decapitation. Emancipation by elimination. Dead children burned beyond recognition were taken to hospital morgues. Now, of course, some of those apologists for the Bushmeister would say, well, yeah, the Americans didn't do this. Well, that's, but that's the point. The fact that, there were, that we're there, this is why this is all going on. That's why we've turned that country into like a, a, a festering nightmare. And, mm-hmm. and explosions heard in the Saudi capital. All right. Which I'm thinking to myself, that isn't all bad. No. That's good. I mean, if there are going to be terrorist activities, let's have them all happen in Saudi Arabia. And maybe Please. a couple in Pakistan, although be careful because they got the bomba. Una bomba grande. See, si. Maybe several. Explosions severely damaged the headquarters of Saudi security today, killing two people and injuring dozens, a police official said. Initial reports indicated the blast came from at least one car bomb. But other than that... Oh, we're fine. He's been out of a last night, four to one. Oh! Big parades. Horns oh! honking to one, two o'clock in the morning here last night. Oh! Nice going, boys. Now let's move on. It's Philadelphia. That's going to be brutal. But anyway, we don't want to get into that hockey talk, do we? The big story of the day, it seems to me, in addition to the grotesque uh, stuff happening around the world, and, of course, this is tied right into it, is this talk about the, do we dare say that five-letter word? Sports? Draft. Oh. Wow. I feel a draft in here. don't even have no window open, but I feel a draft. Yeah, they're talking about it. What's that all about? A senior Republican lawmaker said that deteriorating security in Iraq, I thought everything was fine. Oh, we're fine. Deteriorating security may force the U.S. to reintroduce the military draft. Oh, my God. There's not an American who doesn't understand what we're engaged in today and what the prospects are for the future, said Senator Chuck Hagel, Republican in Nebraska. He told that to the Senate Foreign Relations Committee hearing on post-occupation Iraq. See, uh, the, one of the problems along with all the other lies and all the other BS and all the uh, semantical games that they're trying to play is that they had an entrance strategy, but they didn't have no exit strategy, which is always the easiest part, you know, getting in, especially when you've got more troops and you got more bombs and more uh, money and more everything else than anybody else. It's always real easy to go invade somebody else. But as we found out in Vietnam and we found out over and over again, it ain't so easy getting out. They had no strategy for what we were going to do once we got in there. None. Zero. In fact, I noticed Joe Biden and um, Carl uh, Levin in uh, the hearings yesterday. The Senate hearings were just both busting a gut, screaming, yelling, carrying on about how these people, these supposed the military planners, didn't have any strategy for what they were going to do once uh, once they won the war phase, so-called. We weren't supposed to have to do anything. Flowers and That's right. And candy, candy and flowers right. didn't work out quite. They thought it was going to be a walk in the park. Didn't turn out that way, did it? No. no. Our hand-picked government that we're supposed to take to them. And, you know, Chuck Hagel says, why shouldn't we ask all of our citizens to bear some responsibility and pay some price? Arguing that restoring compulsory military service would force our citizens to understand the intensity and depth of challenges we face. So we're going to be sending some people to the borders here in Canada because there are going to be a lot of visitors trying to come in, knocking the doors down, knocking the gates down, trying to get in again, just like during Vietnam. Because not too many people and not too many parents are going to see their kids carted off to be slaughtered again, just like we did in Vietnam. I'm sure everyone will be proud. For another conflict that's totally unjustified, totally unnecessary, that has nothing to do with the security of America, nothing or the world. They had him by the short hairs. They had him right where they wanted him, and they could have kept him there dangling on the end of that line for as long as they wanted. Old Sodom. But nevertheless, 
Hagel says that a draft which ended in the early 70s would spread the burden of military service more equitably among various social strata. Right, like we're really supposed to believe that the sons and daughters of the elite are going to be uh, marched off to war. Does anybody believe that? No. As a matter of fact, during Vietnam, when we had the draft, were it the sons and daughters of the elite who were brought back in body bags? No. 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 58,000 mostly middle and lower class people, many, many minorities, they're the ones that came home in body bags. Oh, well, they wouldn't let that happen again, would they? Because some of the more elite, I don't want to mention what last name they might have, like, say, Bush, some of the more elite, they wound up with, uh, you know, phony baloney military service. They don't wind up getting sent in the middle of uh, the crosshairs. Those who are serving today and dying are in the middle and lower middle class, said uh, Chuck Hagel, and that's exactly the way it's uh, going to be. The call to consider imposing a draft comes just days after the Pentagon moved to extend the missions of some 20 of the 135,000 troops in Iraq. And they're not done with that, by the way. We don't have enough troops for all the adventures that we want to carry on around the world. We have more than enough troops to, as far as taking care of terrorism. But if we want to start adventurism and invasions and occupations, well, that's another story. And palpitations. Some critics of the U.S.-led occupation complain that military planners used too few troops to subdue Iraq and then insist that more military muscle will be needed to restore order now that we've gotten ourselves into this mess from which who knows when we're going to extricate ourselves. They're saying minimum 10 years, and that's really optimistic. And, oh, by the way, they need a lot more money, too. Oh, yeah. I just thought I'd mention that. I got it right here. The poll we took yesterday, the most important entertainer, well, before we do that, two things. Heather Graham is our uh, behind-the-beaded-curtain uh, gal today. We'll get into Boy, her, uh, I never saw Josh spin around in the seat so fast. Really? Yeah. He's She's clicking, there. Clicking, clicking. Okay. Click this. And uh, as far as our dead person of the day, Guinness Book of Records founder, Norris McWhorter. No relation to Gordon Norris. Norris McWhorter, co-founder of the Guinness Book of Records, the final arbiter on everything from the fastest climb of Mount Everest to the world's longest hot dog, has died. He was 78. The world's longest weenie. McWhorter suffered a heart attack yesterday after when, Monday, I'm sorry, after playing tennis at his home in Wiltshire, southern England, a family spokeswoman said. The first Guinness book appeared in 1954, edited and compiled by McWhorter and his twin brother, Ross, who was murdered by the IRA, the Irish Republican Army, in 1975. Norris McWhorter continued to edit the Guinness Book of Records until 1986, remaining as advisory editor until 1996. What do you say? By 64, the books were selling a million copies a year. Sales topped 40 million in 1981. The 2004 edition, nearly 300 pages long, lists world records regarding everything from war, peace, and politics to astonishing feats of food consumption. Oh, I didn't know the Beast made the Guinness Book of Records, did you? He will soon. He sure will. He's blowing up like a gigantic balloon, like somebody stuck a gigantic bicycle pump up his ass. Wow. You talk about June is busting out all over. <laughs> man, oh man, oh man, the Beast. A giant in the broadcast industry, if I could say so myself. Well, we got a lot of fat people. All the other skinny people are tired of hearing about it, aren't they? That's yes. Right. Anyway, the most important entertainer of the 20th century we asked yesterday is Elvis. 270, said the king. Right. 270. Redefined music. John Lennon, 180. Bob Hope, 146. Mo Howard David at 102. Nice going, Mo. Absolutely. And you can't knock him off no matter what you do. Although, well, Frank Sinatra, 81. Celia Cruz, 61. Johnny Carson, 58. Bob Marley, 56, Mon, as in Q56. Lucille Ball, 52, love Lucy. Ronnie Reagan, 49. Jackie Gleason, Elton John, each had 39. Charlie Chaplin, 37. Lenny Bruce, 36. Don't call me Bruce. Paul McCartney, 36. Alfred Hitchcock, 31. Mel Blanc had... About 30, man. Richard Pryor, 26. John Wayne, the Duke, had 25. I heard he was a real Duke bag. 
Michael Jackson, 22. Steve Allen, 21. Carol O'Connor, Sammy Davis, Jr., 19. A piece, same person. Jack Nicholson, 18. Mick Jagger, 16. Arnold had 14, as did Marlon Brando. What a joke that is. Milton, I mean, put Arnold in the same category with uh, Marlon Brando. Milton Berle, 12. Red Skelton, 11. Bruce Springsteen, 10. Stevie Tyler, Jack Parsons, Caesar Reach had 7. Six apiece, Barbara Streisand. Frankie Lyman, George Burns, Carol Burnett, Judy Garland. Five apiece for Neil Diamond, Bing Crosby, and Jimmy Stewart. Four for Tom Jones and Jack Benny. Three for Bill Haley and his Comets. Spelled wrong. Wayne Newton, two, Bing Crosby, two, and the big, oh! out of over 1,600 votes, Rudolph Valentino. Hey, don't hit that thing yet. What? I want to beg Jane, please, to stop trying to fax the George Bush resume that we've got a 1,000 copies of, and it's five. Oh, Jane, will you Jane. stop bugging us okay with this crap, with this tired old garbage, man? Just stop. Turn on the light bulb, okay? Listen to uh, what Joyce Kaufman and stop bugging us with this garbage. 1013 at 560 WQAM. You've been hearing me talk about Dial a Mattress and their spectacular customer service. That when you call 1 800 Mattress to speak with expert betting consultants who answer your questions, give you the customer service you deserve. The Dial a Mattress commitment to service recently caught the attention of the Better Business Bureau. That's right. Dial a Mattress has been part of the South Florida community for over 12 years with their main office in the Northeast, where they've earned the coveted Torch of Excellence Award for 2004 from the Boston Better Business Bureau. I think it's 2004, even though it says in here, 204. Nice going, fat boy, you idiot. This award's given annually to a company that embodies the Better Business Bureau's values of honesty, integrity, and ethics in the marketplace. To receive this award is especially impressive for Dial a Mattress to win because they don't even have any stores. And 1-800-MATTRESS wants you to know that one criterion judging this award was truth in advertising. You can rest assured you can bet fat boy's life on it. The things we tell you about Dial a Mattress are absolutely 100% correct, sir. So pick up the phone right now. Call 1-800-MATTRESS. Get the whole truth, nothing but the truth about brand name betting, the best. I'm a satisfied Dial a Mattress customer, and you will be too if you make that call. 1-800-MATTRESS. That's Dial a Mattress. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Or log on to their website, mattress.com. Dial a Mattress, the honest way to buy a great bed. I know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. I thought Christianity was fairy tale. This religious thing was not for me. They held a big convention. I let the import free. I had no idea what I was about to see. They were speaking in tongues That made me a believer It was kind of fun To stick it out of my mouth Speak in tongues They got me believing My tongue is weaving from side to side the Lord will now embrace me. I clap my tongue to the beat. Now, whatever I do, He'll forgive me. Cause now I speak in tongues. That makes me a believer. And I'm having fun. Playing around with my mouth. Now I speak in tongues. 
I was inspired to play that by this fact you sent me. Evidently, one of your relatives, <laughs> Gary Rodriguez in Miami, writes to the Miami Herald. Yeah, he couldn't. In their one-liners. The terrorists in Iraq wouldn't be the way they are if they attended church on a regular basis. <laughs> that is just, that could be the greatest line in the history of mankind, okay? in Iraq wouldn't be the way they are. See, I think, Gary, the problem is they're just attending the wrong church. That's the problem. That's right. If they were Christians, they wouldn't kill anybody. That is correct. If they were Christians, maybe even some of them Jews, they wouldn't be killing so many people. But because of the right. fact that they're like gutter uh, Muslims, man, because right. they worship that Mohammed. Because Christianity and Judaism are not Middle Eastern religions, after all. And don't forget, nobody ever got killed in the name of Christianity or Judaism. That's right. I mean, well, maybe by accident. <laughs> they got in the way of a bullet. That is correct. Like all those little kids this morning, right. I'll teach them to go to school. Here's the uh, poll for today. The most important athlete of the 20th century was or is. Here's what I got so far, what I put on there myself. Because now, see, open up this Pandora. And, of course, no athletes are important. I thought that was important to put on there because there are a lot of people in our right. audience who don't give a flying crap about sports. And they'll enthusiastically chime in and vote for no athletes are important. Even though and I didn't, I didn't they, know may have a, they may have a point. But then again, you could say no entertainers are important either. Everything is relative. You just, uh, based on your own gut feeling, okay, the most important athlete of the 20th century was uh, Babe Ruth, Joe Montana, Dan Marino to pacify the Dolphin people, Ty Cobb, Jackie Robinson, who, of course, for obvious reasons, Joe DiMaggio, Jim Brown. That's the list I got so far. I don't think uh, I, I don't didn't fax them all to Eric on the original fax. We have. So them. let's see. You got them? We got them. You have Jim Brown on there? I don't oh, see Jim, Jim Brown. Brown. You just, yeah, you just said that. No, I did not. I said to you a long time ago, and you don't even know who that is. Who? Uh, beat up his wives and girlfriends. Actor Jim Brown was in right, a lot I of know, movies. He made movies. I saw all of them. So what are you talking about then? Don't tell me you don't know Jimmy Brown. Number thirty-two. He was great. He was great. And then, of course, he turns out to be a uh, doodoo bag. Or what, what did we decide on? And we didn't decide on one for that. We got Duke no. bag, but then what's the S one? We haven't done that yet. No. How about a slum bag? Okay. I huh? suggested slag since it means it's No, no, no. Slag sounds too much like fag. Will you get off of that well, kick already? To you, maybe. Yeah, it does. No, how about uh, no, I had a better one. A slum. scrum. A scrum, of course, is very big, like in um, some of the British sports. In rugby, where they all get around on the, and they're all grabbing each other's uh, whatever they're doing. Scrum? A scrum what? bag. What is a scrum? I like that. A scrum is when you get down on the ground and all they uh, throw the ball in the middle and everybody tries to grab it. Oh, man. <laughs> and the ball, too. We can't even talk about that. The hell we can't. Scrum? So a scrum bag. I think that's okay. just fine. It's got my squeal of approval. How do you like that? Give it a squeal, Gally. Thank you. It's got the QM squeal of approval. A scrum bag. Hey, if anybody bitches about that, you know what? They're going to have to uh, come face-to-face, nose-to-nose, toe-to-toe with me. I know my scrums, okay? And we got a few scrum bags in that building, mostly in the sales department and, and engineering. So anyway, that's the poll question. We'll get a lot of choices now. Tucker faxed, and of course, I was way ahead of you, Tucker, on this one, because I knew people would be saying this, and I agree. 
Without question, well, I wouldn't go that far. Jackie Robinson is the most important athlete, a man who transcended sports, actually made a difference in the real world. Well, he broke the color barriers in baseball, no question about that. Hey, I got one. Yes? Besides Joe DiMaggio, who I voted for. Yes? What about the uh, Jesse Owens? Jesse Owens, 1936, pissed off Hitler. That's right, embarrassed Hitler. Hitler said, hey, uh, in his best Yiddish, he said, what is that Schwarzer doing out there? Monumental. Which I thought was most yeah. bizarre. Jesse Owens. A man who was running for his life, I think, at the Olympics, <laughs> literally, in Munich. Yeah, he ran like a bad... Well, that's why those dark folks can run so fast. I always told you that. Because they got a lot of practice over the years. From being chased? Yeah, in fact, even Jessica Lynch made some comment about that. Because when she came back from overseas, they had a regular, like, a Lynch mob to meet her. But at any rate, uh, Jesse Owens, great. So that's our list so far, and I'm sure that this astute audience will add lots and lots and lots more names, even more than we really want. Tomorrow we've got a fantastic day. You want to know why? Why? Because we've got a ball game. Marlins, who won last night, 3-1, to they beat Philadelphia. It was, uh, you know who was, don't you? Don Trail. Learned to spell with Don Trail. He gave up only four hits. Now, he gave up a run, dang it. He finally gave up a run. He only pitched six and two-thirds innings, so what's that all about, huh? We're getting pretty uh, we're getting pretty uh, exasperated, Don Trail. Plus, he went 0 for 3 at the plate. I checked the box score. He went 0 for 3. So we got the uh, win, and it was nice, and now they're 9 and 4. But, you know, come on, Don Trail. Let's butch it up a little bit, all right? This business of giving up a couple of hits in a row and not getting any hits yourself. That's uh, no more of that. You know what I'm saying? No. What are you saying? I'm saying he needs to crank it up a couple of notches, just like those make-believes last night. Boy, that was pretty uh, thrilling. Nice going. Thank you, Patrick Laleem, man. Never trust a frog in a big game, except Patrick Frog. Heather Graham was born January 29, 1970, which makes her 34. Born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and raised by her strict father. See, that's what happens when you have a strict father. You just kind of like, bah! you know, you go out and go nuts. <laughs> Good. Exactly. Let's see. She's in a movie right now that's being filmed called 45, as in like Colt 45. <laughs> Gray Matters, Samantha's Child, Hope Springs, Anger Management, Alien Love Triangle. Well, that's Alien Love Triangle. The Guru, Killing Me Softly, From Hell, Sidewalks of New York. Say, boy, she'd been in, oh, man, if I read all these, we'd be like 155 already. Can you believe it? Read slow. She'd been in a lot of movies. Uh, say it isn't so, Rotten TV, Committed, Bullfinger, well, I don't think we can say that. Austin Powers, the spy who um, shagged me. See, how come we can say that? Because it's English. It's English, and of course we do know about those shag carpets. Right. Lost in Space, Scream 2, Boogie Nights, of oh, course, wow. and a bunch of other really good stuff. She's, uh, she's just fine. So Heather Graham is on there behind the beaded curtain. If you're over the age of 72, if you got plenty of ID, and you got like, uh, you're on, on the same wavelength as John Ascroft, well, good luck to you. To anybody who's on the same wavelength with that uh, scrum bag. Like 26 past 10, I said scrum. That's what I'm saying. I like I it. I said it's in the bag. Trying it on for size. I think it's about your size. It's a teeny tiny one. 26 after 10 at QAM. Hey, you've heard about the big demand and the high pay potential for computer professionals. Have you ever wondered if this career might be for you? Well, here's your chance if the answer is yes. Fast Train is hosting a free one-hour seminar on computers and networking tonight at both the Miami and Fort Lauderdale campuses. That is absolutely correct. You can learn basic PC troubleshooting and networking absolutely free tonight. Seeking for this free computer seminar is limited, so you better do it right now. Call Fast Train at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. 
All people who attend the free seminar will get a diagnostic tool at no charge, too. So call Fast Train right now at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to reserve your spot. And if you do decide that a new high-paying career is in your future, Fast Train can have you trained and ready for that new job in just four short months. So check them out on the web at FastTrain.com and then make that call. that really can change your life for the better, get you some real training and a big, fat paycheck that goes along with it. Don't forget, when you do make that call, reserve your seat for tonight's free seminars, both in Miami and Fort Lauderdale. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. I want a full investigation. The children, the children, what is that? The children, the children, the children. I want a full investigation. The children, the children, what is that? The children, the children, the children. What about the children? Michael Powell want to know where the food's at. Drop the foul down and gals little keep tat. He don't want you to ever to see that. All you do, all you think, all you say crap. And I'm qualified to spoil your bitch brat. Got the gig as a gift from his old man. That should tell you where the hell is his dad. Who's got corals, drops of slushy? They close their eyes and pray the yucky. Things so hard from nudity. That's gay. Who's that new physics queen? Michael Powell wanna know where the food's at. And if he finds if he finds that to show that. He has a mind of a five-year-old man. Violet is good, but sex is so bad. He's a grand crack of milk and a long nap. Thanks to the job that he got from his dad. We got a more in this FCC now. You don't want to kill him to your nudity. That's your own responsibility. Leave your whole mess up for bothering me with this. I don't want a baby shit, your kid. Michael Powell want to know where the food's at. He didn't like what he saw when he sat. On the toilet with a feminine backpack. If you resist it from a boob, it could tap back. I'm just using that like to grandstand. Michael Powell want to know where the food's at. Michael Powell want to know where the food's at. Yeah, Michael Powell's all over the place. He uh, likes this one. He don't like that one. He doesn't want to do this. He's uh, losing it, I think. And I don't really care so. what he likes. They're having the hearings on Iraq's transition to sovereignty. Look at that miserable Nazi bastard Paul Wolfowitz is on there right now. I, I like his answer yesterday when I asked him, well, on June 30th, who are we exactly handing the keys to the kingdom to in Iraq? I, uh, I, uh, I, 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 I don't have a clue. Yeah, that was his answer. Great answer, Paul, you idiot. Okay, before we do the Michael Powell stuff, let's get some names for this pool, okay? Let's get this thing built up, because already I see no athletes are important. Uh, 34, they're like, ah, see? I'm glad we gave those people a place to go. Jackie Robinson, 32. No athletes, 35. I'm sorry. Uh, Jackie Robinson, 32. Babe Ruth, 22. Jesse Owens, 7. Dan Marino, 6. I don't know why. Joe Maggio, 2. Joe Montana, 2. Ty Cobb, 1. And poor Jim Brown don't have any. He's got the big. Oh! oh. Line 9 is on. WQM, hello. Jim Mendes. All right. <laughs> right. WQM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. About the uh, Rock from the WWF. The Rock. Uh-huh. Okay. You mean the one in your head or the one uh, on the uh, mat? We're talking about athletes, not actors. Yeah. We're not talking about silly people, okay? Well, WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, listen, I'm a, um, I used to be a listener. I could listen three, four hours a day. Now, very little. So I'm kind of in the dark about this. You know how you don't say, like, well, what, what does that mean, very little? Well, I very little about what you've been talking about on your show recently. I, I haven't been able to hear it very much. Well, it's because I've got a different job and I can't Well, you better get your priorities straight now, man. I know. I've been talking to my boss about this. But um, you know how you don't say a-hole anymore? And yes. Like, is this like some kind of put-on, like where you're going along, or is this for real? 
Sir, uh, President Lincoln's got a bad headache, okay? The, you don't seem to understand the, the degree of censorship that's going on right now. We yeah, can't say almost anything anymore. I, uh, I understand. I just thought that I guess it really has gotten that bad. I remember back when, like, um, during the 2000 election, you know, we all said that if Bush is elected, all our rights are going to be taken away. But I think, yes. if we were, I think if we were, like, as honest with ourselves at the time, we were saying, well, we're maybe being a little hyperbolic and all that, but it's true, you know, this guy's taken over and all our rights are taken away. This, is, this isn't just about anymore. Bush, this is about the kind of environment that he's created, but the sad part of it is the Democrats are going along with it, and they're just as bad as he is on this. Don't expect that the Democrats are going to come uh, screaming forward, including John Kerry, and say, you've gone too far, you're, you're trampling on our First Amendment rights, they're not doing it. Luckily, you got some liberal organizations like uh, the ACLU and People for the American Way and some ballsy broadcast companies like Infinity and even the Beasleys, believe it or not, and a few others who are fighting back, who are challenging this in the courts. I can't believe that there's anybody out there who isn't up to date on the fact we can't say, uh, yeah, that's it. That's about all we can say now. Am I right? Yes. yes. Oh, John in Columbia, South Carolina, who's just chronic, says uh, Dale Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt is the most important athlete of the 20th century. You better get with it, John. Do not put that on there. That's one of the silliest what? things. Why Why not? He'll because I said so. Well. Okay. That's why not. That he'll is just well. asinine. That is ridiculous. He'll do big. I don't care what he'll do. Well, if he'll do uh, big, uh, might have something to say about it if he was still alive. That's big. like one of those Quasimodo deals, ain't it? Dick Wilson? Michael Powell, vague indecency rules are better for broadcasters. He's just spewing more crap by the minute. What a bozo. In fact, that'd be a good poll. Who's more full of crap, Michael Powell or his daddy, Colin, Roland Colin? In his one-on-one -on -one interview with ABC's Sam Donaldson at the NAB convention chairman's breakfast yesterday morning, the FCC chairman described as a red herring the pleas from people like Viacom President COO Mel Carmazin harassing the FCC for specific guidelines on what constitutes indecent broadcasting. Powell believes that what constitutes indecency must be open to interpretation. You don't want the government to write a red book of what you can and cannot say, Powell told a crowd at the Las Vegas Hilton. He also noted that rules that only offer guidelines without setting hard limits, like, for example, the limits in antitrust law, will allow the FCC to consider context, meaning, tone, and other mitigating factors when examining indecency complaints. In other words, a lot of them uh, make it up as they go along. And also leave room for attorneys to craft arguments and for judges to interpret the law. Oh, brother. What a lame-ass piece of crap that is. Powell also insisted that the FCC's increased indecency enforcement efforts are guided by increased public interest in this issue. Wrong. Although he scoffed at Donaldson's suggestion that the agency is bowing to public pressure. Rather, Powell said, the FCC is being responsive to public concern. Again, wrong. Because if you look market after market around the country... It's the same handful of misfits who are responsible for the FCC fines, for people getting fired, for all of this business that's going on right now. And that is a fact. But yeah. at any rate, and we got... I beg your pardon? Hmm? I said scrum. Don't do it again. I just dumped George. Schmuck. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon. I've got another uh, FCC uh, Michael Powell thing in a minute. He is just uh, falling apart. WQAM, hello. Yes. Yes, sir. For uh, the poll, uh, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali is a magnificent choice. Back when we had a Supreme Court. Right, thank you. Just get your facts on him. Muhammad Ali. I think if he'd have just gone to church more, he'd have had a better altitude about going off to war. That's right. Speaking of the draft... Let's see. Couldn't get through. Now, what is this? Couldn't get through yesterday. Wanted to nominate Frank Sinatra. He was on the poll. What does that mean, Hugh? 
Most important athlete, Muhammad Ali, and the worst song. Well, the worst song is uh, put that for Friday. That's going to be on Friday. Dontrell's run was unearned, so his ERA is still oh, point. Oh, oh, oh. What about Jim Thorpe? There you go. Good Indian boy. Jim Thorpe. Got it? Got it. That's with an E on the end. I don't want Josh to misspell it and embarrass him. I think he knows how to spell these names. John says, I can't believe he didn't start to pull off with this without this athlete. I did because I can't stand him, okay? That's why, John. Wayne Gretzky. Bah. Oh, needle nose. Put him on there, Wayne Gretzky. We're going to put him on there. Well, we don't want to put too many hockey players on there, do we? Of course not. Whatever. Let's see. Here's another one, Muhammad Ali. Bob, listening in Tallahassee. Have a great life up there, uh, Bob, whatever your name is. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. And Verizon Wireless Line. WQAM, hello. Yeah, well, they stole Ali, but I, I, I just, told you, just told you Jim Thorpe. How about right. uh, Jordan? Michael Jordan. Billie Jean King. <laughs> I should have just left him on there. You know, he could have killed at least till 1030 anyway. I mean, till 1130. Uh, we're not going to put no Billie Jean King on there. That's ridiculous. In fact, if we put her on, then we got to put Bobby Riggs on, right? No. Come on. Michael Jordan, of course. I mean, you look around the various sports. The question is, the most important athlete of the 20th century, and I'm sure we're going to get to a golf eventually. We'll get some golfers on there. Put on Tiger Woods. Somebody's going to want to vote for Tiger Woods. You know, he broke all the records. He did this. He did that. He never stole a freight train. He's a real tycoon. He's doing all this other stuff, right? He's got a real hot uh, wife. Did they get married, or is she still just, uh, I don't know, Josh? I think they got married. Come on, Josh. You better get with it. Yeah, I'm concerned about Tiger's wife. <laughs> you ought to be concerned about his wife. I'll tell you that right now. She ain't no uh, Heather Graham or Bobby Graham. Shit. In fact, you ever see Heather Graham and Bob Graham together? Same person. She just got a better piece than Mo. 20 before 11 at 560 WQM. Now, back in the day, you'd have several lines for that. but uh, Yeah, but leave, no, it, leave it alone. Here's a question for you. Is your company suffering from regulations and increased labor costs? Let Oasis Outsourcing help you when it comes to the people side of your business. Payroll administration, Fortune 500 company employee benefits, human resource services, and risk management are just a few of the services Oasis Outsourcing can cover to help your business be more profitable. Call Oasis Outsourcing today for a free evaluation at 1-866-AT-OASIS. That's 1-866-286-2747. With more than 60,000 employees worldwide, Oasis Outsourcing understands the many facets of human resource management. Outsourcing is being recognized by firms large and small as a powerful management choice, which lets you focus on your core business while leaving the operational details to Oasis Outsourcing. Let Oasis Outsourcing make your business more profitable. If you'd like to get a free evaluation, call them toll-free at 1-866-AT-OASIS. That's 1-866-286-2747 for Oasis Outsourcing.
See, if the president would just go to church more regularly, we might have a prayer. You know what I'm saying? Let's start praying. We need to. 1046 at 560 WQAM. Although he's taking nearly daily verbal beatings from the syndicated morning host Howard Stern over the recent FCC indecency fines that have been levied against the Howard Stern show, Michael Powell said yesterday morning, among many other idiotic inane things, during the FCC chairman's breakfast at the NAB convention, that he respects Stern for taking a stance on the issue. I have a lot of respect for Howard Stern. I have a lot of respect for his view, Powell told Sam Donaldson. Uh, during the Paris fourth annual one-on-one interview at the show. It just doesn't happen to be the law. Indeed, Powell noted that it's the law he must follow regardless of what he may feel personally sure. because the Supreme Court's already ruled that indecent speech is only partially protected under the First Amendment and broadcast indecency can be punished by the FCC. Powell said, if I go out on my own because I have a different view of the First Amendment than the Supreme Court, that would be an abdication of my responsibility and a dereliction of my duty, is what he said. What a pile of crap. Uh, duty. Yeah. He's doing his best to do his duty like a good boy scout, you know? Just like Daddy. Good scout, even though he knows that a lot of innocent people are dying and that the whole thing was a sham and a charade from the beginning. Just like Daddy, being a good scout for the uh, troops. Speaking of talk radio, it was on, then it was off, then it was on again, and now it'll be off again. Boy. Air America Radio, the recently launched liberal uh, talk radio network that became embroiled last week in a financial dispute with the owner of its Chicago and L.A. stations, will broadcast over WNTD AM in Chicago for the last time April About 30, man. 30th, the network said yesterday. The network also said it will remain off the air for the time being in Los Angeles, where it was yanked off its station near KBLA last week by owner of Multicultural News Radio. You know, you know i got to tell you something really sad. All the okay. conspiracy theories, you know, on the Internet. Mm-hmm. Came across a story over the weekend where somebody alleged that multicultural news radio has decided to sandbag Air America because it's a liberal network. Well, if that's the case, why did they lease them the stations in the first place? Why did they give them a venue to put the programs on here? I mean, you talk about paranoia. That's like the guy who said Joe Costello and that show got taken off overnight on QM because they were saying too many things against the Bushmeister. Uh-huh. Yeah, do you remember that? Yeah. I mean... Get a life. Get cereal. I have no life. The announcement settles an acrimonious legal and public relations battle between Air America and Multicultural. It also means that Air America must seek new homes in the nation's second and third largest markets less than three weeks into its short life. We are pleased that we've reached a negotiated settlement, said David Goodfriend, executive VP and general counsel of Air America, in a terse statement. No Air America executives would comment further. They had nothing to say. So they got some problems. Aside from the fact that Randy's the only one on the network that's a real broadcaster that has anything to say. I mean, when you put all your marbles behind Al Franken, man, as a broadcaster, you've got some real tourists coming up. You've got real problems. And, just one last thing on this. Facing a legislative session shortened because of upcoming political conventions, U.S. lawmakers very likely will authorize higher fines for those who violate broadcast indecency limits and attach them to a must-pass spending bill. See the way they do these things? Mm-hmm. Lee Carosi, aide to Senate Commerce Committee Chairman John McCain, who's another full of crap guy that everybody, oh, he's so great, if we could just have more John McCain baloney, full of crap, said the House and Senate are trying to resolve differences in two separate indecency bills so they can be included in an appropriations bill. The House has already passed a bill that will raise fines to as much as a half a million dollars, and the Senate's considering legislation that would raise fines to two hundred and seventy-five grand for the first violation. My personal opinion is that when all is said and done with this very abbreviated legislative calendar, the fine portions will probably be added to an appropriations bill, Carosi said, at an American Bar Association forum. 
The congressional session is shorter this year because representatives and senators will break to attend the national presidential nominated conventions to campaign for re-election. The only bills they must pass this year are annual spending measures to fund government agencies, so they'll just hook this thing onto a, as a rider. Remember Dave Ryder? They'll hook it on like Winona Ryder. Right. Yeah, and just like her, they'll shoplift your freedom right out of your ass. Pathetic. Just unbelievable, but nevertheless. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. You know that comedy made about uh, us operating in the dark. Well, we don't want to give specific rules. That's like saying uh, your law enforcement people come along and say we're going to take just put blank speed limit signs on every highway in the state. Okay. Because who are we to tell you how fast you should go? You'll have to figure it out based on the weather conditions, mm-hmm. the time of day, how much traffic there is, and then we'll see if we go along with it or not. And during your trial, you can justify your velocity. Right. Well, then, and then we'll say, well, nice try, but uh, you're wrong, and we'll do whatever we right. want. This, it's called making it up as they go along. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, did anybody mention uh, on your list Jesse Owens? Yes, they did, sir. He's right on there. Get with it. Fix that hearing aid. 56705. In fact, George even came up with that. Not that I wasn't already aware, but right. George came up with that. Mr. Anti-Sports George no, came up with Jesse Owens. That wasn't sports. That was history. That was, there you go. That's the question. The most important athlete of the 20th century was. How do you like that? Take that and put it in your pipe and smoke it, Mr. Powell. No athletes are important. 68 people say that. Jackie Robinson, 53. Babe Ruth, 31. Jesse Owens, 22. How do you like that, sir? He's right there in living color. Muhammad Ali, 15. Dan Marino, 12. Oh, how silly. Joe Montana, 4. Wayne Gretzky, 4 already. Hate him. Michael Jordan, three. Joe DiMaggio, two. Jim Thorpe, one. Jim Brown finally got one. Ty Cobb, one. And the Tiger don't have any. Oh, that's refreshing. Well, the golf people hate me like poison anyway. They're gone. They don't, they don't want no part of the show because golf is for, uh, it's for, um, see, now I can't think of what the words are. <laughs> it's for ant holes. <laughs> I better write me out a list, you know what? Now that we got Scrumbag all figured out. Right. I like that. WQM, hello. Hey, how about Mark Spitz? He was a swimmer in the 72 Olympics. I think he got five gold He got eight million in Mexico City, right? Uh, and you know, what, you know what he became after that? I, I couldn't tell you. Dentist. Really? How do you like that? Just a little trivia for you. Thanks a lot, Pally. Mark Spitz, S-P-I-T-Z. Good Jewish boy. Great Olympic swimmer. Of course, the Jews learned to swim real fast back in the day, you know, because the Arabs were always chasing them around, or was it the other way around? Well, they all were swimming real fast. Now I think it's like stink or swim. Stink or swim? Stink or swim. That's what we say to Ariel Sharon. Stink or swim. He's living up to the first part. Five six seven oh five sixty. Of course, in his case, he'd probably float. I mean, you talk about a huge tub. He makes the beast look like Minnie Mouse, Ariel Sharon. <laughs> I, I wouldn't leave no halival laying around the house if he's coming over to visit. Believe me. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Good morning. Good morning to you. How about for your poll, uh, Lance Armstrong? Lance Armstrong. There you uh-huh. go. He's a good one. He's not much of a scrum bag either. I'm not really sure what he said, but I just have to, just in case. It was scrum, but... Uh, well, I did, I, listen, you've got to articulate a little more clearly, okay? We can't take a chance because we have some very nervous Nellies in middle-level management, one in particular. So uh, just, just to be on the safe side, he said scrum bag. Anyway, Lance Armstrong, he said something about he's holding the bag. Now, what about George Armstrong? Custer? <laughs> well, if we're going to be hockey-intensive, the chief, number 10, George Armstrong. Have all, yeah. And... Just one comment, I'm sorry, for 
I'm sure that he can find himself a summer job doing ABBA on ice in Sweden. Good sounds, night. Sounds very good, Dan and Tomakota. The callers that we had on Leaf Talk tonight, thanks so much. And uh, those that we didn't get to, you're not going to have to wait long to get back. I'm excited about that on Leafs TV, man. I guarantee the Panthers don't have their own station. WQM, hello. Yeah, Dale. Yes, sir. Hey, I got one for you. How about Jackie Robinson? How about Jackie Robinson, who's got 56 votes and leads all the names on the list? There you go. Very good. Excellent. See, I like those because it kills some good time, and then we can, like, ridicule them and just right. make a uh, scrum bag out of them. Exactly. And then they can say, WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good. I think you forgot maybe uh, he was an all-time, he's an all-time quarterback also, but I think he was a little bit better than Dan Marino. Joe Montana, maybe? It looks to me like Joe Montana's on the list last time I checked, and he's got uh, four votes. He does? Yes, he does. Uh, I apologize. I am so but sorry. Don't hey, just so, hey, hey, I just want to let you know. Just so I ran into, I was in, I was in Vegas last week. Um, they had the Misalignment Tropic International out there. And guess who was hanging around with all these beautiful, pretty girls? By the Ron Jeremy. No, Kato Kalin. Oh, my God. Uh, I told her. I told her I live in uh, I live in South Florida, and he goes, "I am for you," because guess who's down there also, Mr. Juice mm-hmm. himself. And um, well, why don't we put him on the list? Yeah, that's possible. OJ, I'm mean, not Cato, but OJ Simpson. Okay, thanks, Pally, for that terminal story. OJ Simpson, better put him on there. We despise him like poison, but certainly there he'll get some votes from inside the building. From inside the QM building, make no mistake about it, because we got some real OJ liquors in that building, man. Oh, brother. They got pictures on the wall. They got old used uh, jock straps. They got uh, you name it. They got it. Reminds me of that famous golf tournament. Then there's idiots calling in that day. Oh well, I I got his autograph, even though I think he's a scrum bag because uh, it might be worth something someday. People with no self-respect. People with I have no life. No life. The OJ liquors, man. You've got to be about the lowest of the low to suck up to some piece of dirt like him, man. But anyway, we'll put him on the list because he was a fine athlete. You know what I mean? Oh, we're fine. Right. He wasn't no Dan Stewart, though. 1056 at 560 WQAM. Hey, if you're thinking about getting some new shoes on your tootsies, here's the place to shop where you find an unbeatable combination, the best selection, the best prices. People that know how to treat you inside and out, they know your feet. They even know they can probably even identify after you shop there for how about the smell of your feet. We're talking about Brandy's and Pompano Beats. They've been there a long, long time. We're talking not any off-brands, the top quality names in the shoe business. They got them all. They got Rockports, Floorshine, SAS, Sperry, Timberland, Naturalizer, and lots more. And uh, with Brandy's humongous selection, you could just about bet Josh's life on it that whatever shoe you're looking for that they got in the window or in the store, they got your size on the shelf ready to slap on your foot right now. In fact, most people when they go to Brandy's buy several pair on each visit because they're going to save so much cash. Brandy's is open daily 9 to 9, Sundays 10 to 5. You'll find them in that same location. They've been doing it right for a very, very long time. They're at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. It's always, always worth the trip to Brandy's no matter where you are. And right now, this week, is a great time to buy Echoes at Brandy's. Take 10% off on all men's and women's styles. Get a gift with your purchase, too. So come into the store or check out their website at Brandy's Shoes. How come I always say that's with two S's because it's really with three? I don't know why. Because I'm dumb. Brandyshoes.com. And local. This is Sports Radio 560. Iron Bush. Everyone loved William Hung's bang-up job on American Idol. And now, all of William Hung's greatest hits are on one amazing CD. It's Hung Up on Hung. One, two, three, four. My baby, she's home at my round because she won't be so and be kind of a show. Here you are. 
Yes, from Outcast to J-Lo. Everyone's hung up on hung. J-Lo in the house. Don't be fooled by a rock that I got. I feel, I feel beer from Brock. He used to have a little. Now he has a lot of tone-deaf fans who can't get enough of hung up on hung. You can find me in a club. Bar for a bub. Mama, I got what you need. It's worth a lot more than 50 cents. Order now and you'll also get this free bonus CD. An American Idol loser sings the American Idol winners. Oh, they're in love. Uh. What happened to No longer need to be defensive. Goodbye. Oh, you went wrong. True. William Hung's Hung Up on Hung is only available for the next 15 minutes of his fame, so don't delay. Call now. It's 1102 at 560 WQM. Happy Wednesday to you. we got the Mad Dog at 2, the Hebrew Hammer at 4, Marlins on deck 630, Game 2 of that series in Philly at 7.05 tonight, Marlins at the Phillies. Eddie K. follows baseball. Overnight, it's a, uh, it's a uh, well, Pele, somebody says. How, how could we not put Pele on there, right? Right. He's a More soccer fans in the world than just about anything else. Because he had sex with Chucha. And... And Willie Shoemaker. That's her name, man. Willie Shoemaker. I know it. Got it? Right. Although, if we're going to put jockeys on there, we should probably put um, uh, Roberto Castillo, Jr. Just a joke. He's a good guy. Well, now this that you faxed me here, this just makes my, uh, it makes me sick. But then again, John Kerry makes me sick because I just, I can smell it already. During a time that we need a strong, forceful candidate who's got the ball. See, John Kerry don't have any balls. I don't want to hear about his record in Vietnam and all this other stuff. I want to hear about what he's saying right now. He has no balls. He says, I have a 100% record, not a 99, a 100% record in sustaining the special relationship and friendship with Israel, Kerry told the crowd, adding that he would end the sweetheart relationship with a bunch of Arab countries that allows money to flow to terrorists. Well, he's right about the last part, like Saudi Arabia, for example, especially. But uh, the first part is uh, not conducive to uh, helping uh, that. In fact, yesterday CNN, to show you what a bunch of imbeciles they are, and they think all of you are, they put on the headline, on the bottom of the screen, the headline said, a roadmap in trouble, question mark? And I thought to myself, <laughs> oh, no, are you kidding me? Roadmap in trouble? Strategists have suggested the president could benefit politically from the pro-Israeli policy switch, and Bush campaign officials said Monday is evidence of his steadfast support for Israel. In other words, he's pandering for that Jew vote. In a TV interview Sunday from Miami, Kerry said he backed the move but criticized Bush's approach. In other words, well, some of the settlements are okay, and you can hang out there as long as you want. That kind of crap. There were Arab leaders that were taken by surprise by this announcement, Kerry said on Meet the Press. I don't think that's surprise. Evidence is the groundwork of diplomacy necessary, whatever the hell that means. And what it means to me is he just got no balls. He's afraid he's going to alienate the... Uh, I mean, no matter where you look. He just doesn't have the, the courage to, to take a strong stand on the, on the controversial issues, no matter what they're there. It's just like the whole thing in Iraq. His whole opinion about that is wrong. Well, you know, now that we're in there, we certainly can't do this and we can't do that. Yeah, so what are we going to do? What's his answer? Sports. He's uh, pretty disappointed. No, he really is very disappointing to me. I miss Dean. We miss Howard Dean. But like I told you yesterday, and you mm-hmm. can take this to the bank, there were some people somewhere, and we'll never know who they are or how they Well, we know how they did it. And it wasn't difficult. They decided Howard Dean wasn't going to be the president of the U.S. of A. And he wasn't going to be even... Uh, they weren't going to take a chance at him winning the election, so he wasn't going to be the Democratic nominee. And there you go. And he's not, and he won't. 
5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. The most important athlete of the 20th century is, no athletes are important, 91 of you say that. Jackie Robinson, 67, Babe Ruth, 39, Jesse Owens, 32, Muhammad Ali, 27. Dan Marino, 14, Michael Jordan, 11, Michael Michael Motorcycle, Wayne Gretzky, 4, Joe Montana, 4, Jim Thorpe, 3, Joe DiMaggio, 2, OJ's got 1, I bet you I know that's from inside the building, Ty Cobb, 1, Jim Brown, 1, Mark Spitz, 1, Lance Armstrong, why did you put George Armstrong on there, you silly person, you? I was just joking. We didn't know that. Tiger Woods and Pele and Willie Shoemaker don't have any out of the first 300 votes. Come on now. George the Chief Armstrong, he's a good Indian-Canadian boy, but hey, uh, let's get serious. It. You didn't say just Josh. was on four Stanley Cup winning teams for the make-believes. I was just joking around. I said, it's just a joke. You're going to start with this hockey stuff again? You better cut the crap. How about if you're going to put him on there, how about Frank Mahovlich, huh? There he goes. How about Frank the Big M? Oh, excuse me. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the eighteenth. It's so sad. Like I said the other day, you know, got that Mike Danton story. That mystery is he gay? Is he this? Is he that? With the, the uh, attempted uh, hit that he tried to pay for? To, uh, who knows what? It's all over the newspapers. And so CNN splashes it on there because it's a nasty, nasty story, just like the Todd Bertuzzi story. Anything bad that has to do with hockey, right away, it's a big story on CNN. Anything good going on, like the exciting Stanley Cup playoffs, you wouldn't. They can't get within a million miles of it, with either hand. CNN, they're the Antichrist, I'm telling you that right now. They're the most evil force in the whole freaking world. Even worse than the Pope. How do you like that? I, I rest my case. Ooh. Even worse than the Pope is CNN because they're, they're destroying the minds of the. You don't know because you don't get around like I do, okay? You, go any, right. you can go just about yeah, anywhere yeah. in the world, and there is CNN International polluting the minds of the public with this propaganda, with this crap that they pass off as news. They should be in jail. Here's line nine, WQM. Hello. Yeah, I'd like to recommend Cassius Clay, see if he beats Muhammad Ali. Got him on there. Thanks, Pally. You're way ahead of you. How come these people are like, are they in a different I time zone know. or something? It's everybody, even the locals. Everybody. Just as a little. I just got through reading the list, too, as a matter of fact. But that's okay. Like I said, it kills some excellent time. How about Babe Ruth? Okay. And George Armstrong. WQM, hello. Yeah. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'd like to speak to Neil. Please. Speaking. Oh, Neil. Yes. Let me say it oh. again. Yes, turn that radio off in the back, or we're going to put it in the bottom oh, of your okay, pool okay. now. Okay, okay. With you. I got four, but my first one. No, no, not four. Not the four greatest important people. Uh, the one, the one. Pick one. Oh, oh Jesus. How about no, Bobby Orr? No, not Jesus. Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr is a great choice. Thank you. He sure is all better than Wayne Gretzky will ever be. Bobby Orr. Now we're talking. See, this guy's feel bad about it, but he picked a good one. You got it, Bobby Orr, O-R-R. Can you spell it? Can you handle it? And that one really belongs on there? Boy, I, see, that's why I'm very nervous about even uh, muttering yeah. or just joking, because uh, all of a sudden, bada-bing, there's a name on there. I think we ought to put the uh, game on, the whole the audio of the whole Leafs Ottawa game on last night. They put the game on in just an hour. They take out all the breaks and that stuff. It sounds the same to me. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Well, I got some really good heavy duty stuff here too today. 
Yeah. But we'll get to them. We'll get to them eventually because this is important stuff. It has to do with sports. Sports. And that's the important thing here on QAM. Ball games, uh, jock straps, uh, gloves, bats, uh, spikes, all of these things. Pigskin. What did I leave out? And gay. No. WQM, hello. Jesse Owens. <laughs> WQM, hello. Yeah, Neil, how about uh, Arthur Ashe? Arthur's Ashe. Okay. Hey, I got one more thing. What's the difference between Greg Luganis and his boyfriend? Okay, great. Arthur's Ash. Listen, all you guys over there in Hialeah hanging out at J.C. Penney's waiting for them to clear the tea room so you can go in there and do the limbo rock. Get out of my uh, life, okay? Get out of here. I have no life. Go drill some more glory holes, okay? Drill some at Sears, okay? Even things out. Even out the playing field. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. How about Celia Cruz? Let's see if he puts her on there. How about Mo Howard David? He's made every other damn poll. The most important athlete. Well, he's hung around, like I said the other day, he's an athletic supporter. Hung around a lot of locker rooms, that Mo. WQAM, hello. Hey, Dio. Yes, sir. What about Roberto Clemente? Roberto Clemente is great. Uh, rest in peace. Thank you. Roberto Clemente, you got it? We got it. Good. Can you handle it? Roberto. I like the way he said that. That was a beautiful thing. Makes my tongue tingle. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, I have a hockey question for you. Yes. Why are the Montreal Canadiens so have? Boring. We talked about that the other day. Boring. They have a tons, okay? Get lost. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how about Ty Cobb and Mark Swallows? I mean, Earth. WQAM, hello. Neil, good morning. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, these polls are, boy, they're tough to get through to you. What do you mean by that? I mean, it's... Well, that's because we got the same people calling with all the names we already got on there. So once we get through with them, then we might have something for you. Uh, I, I didn't really want to contribute to the poll. Can I talk about something else briefly? Yes. Uh, I was watching... Well, this isn't just a show where we do polls, man. We're looking in between all these poll people for some for some articulate observations about the condition of the human race. Well, I got I have one for you. Why I was not? watching the Chris Rock special on HBO last Sunday. Yeah. And obviously there's a lot of words, you know, that you wouldn't normally hear. Still um, right now, but don't, uh, don't count your uh, chickens. Right. I mean, and obviously it's a lot of sexual content. But at the end of the show, and I'm pretty sure I saw this. I'm going to watch it again to make sure. They were, you know, they had the credits, and it said promoted by Clear Channel. And I almost fell off the bed. Yeah. I mean, they're so conservative, but to make money off Chris Rock in an HBO special. Imagine you mean like Fox, for example, like the, like Rupert Murdoch? Well, who puts all that racy stuff, steamy stuff on FX, and then on his own Fox Entertainment Network, puts every uh, uh, off the uh, beaten track kind of crap. I mean, I, I mean, you talk about risque. That makes Howard Stern like look G-rated when you look exactly. at Chris Rock. Well, there you go. They're but just I'm a bunch gonna... of grave robbers, man. That's all. They don't care about anything else. They they're just the want worst, your money. They're the worst thing. They're worse than the people bombing in Iraq. They're right. almost as bad as CNN. You bet. Thanks, Pally. Thanks. How about Casey Stengel, who once told a 65 Mets, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, sometimes you get rained out, but you got to dress for them all. That's cute. That wasn't one of his better lines, by the way, Mike. But anyway, Casey Stengel. He won, I think, uh, I could be wrong, but I think he won 10 World Series as, as manager. You're not impressed with Casey Stengel? S-T-E-N-G-E-L. I'm talking to you. Even you ought to be impressed by Casey Stengel. What's wrong with you? You came up with Jesse Owens. That's right. And at least Casey uh, had a, a sense of humor, which is more I can say for most of these dumb jocks. And I take it all so damn seriously. Like the golfers, man, they're some of the worst. Humorless. 
These fans out there are going to have to stop making so much noise when they're out there. And uh, oh, give me a break! The fact that anybody comes out to see you guys whack that ball around, you must be off your rocker. You ought to kiss them on the on the toenails. Can you imagine going to attend a golf tournament to be in the <laughs> yeah to be in the gallery? You ought to be in the in the nut nut gallery is what you ought I to be in the peanut going gallery. Playing a game again. I beg your pardon. After the first couple attempts, I can't imagine going back and doing it again. 1113 at 560 WQM. Have you been putting off that home improvement dream because you're afraid it's going to turn into a real nightmare instead? Well, here's a way to have great dreams all the time because Design Concept Builders is your answer. Design Concept Builders has been one of the top home remodelers in South Florida since 1983 for the following reasons. First, they're 100% customer satisfaction with their no-excuses policy. They refuse to have an unhappy customer. And they offer quality work at a fair price. And Design Concept Builders have an exclusive five-year labor warranty they offer you, too. So why take the risk of a real nightmare when you have a new addition on your home, kitchen, bathroom, windows, any other project? Make sure you get it done right and at a fair price, too. Call Design Concept Builders at 954-718-6766 or on the web. It's designconceptbuilders.com. Financing is available with no payments for six months with approved credit. You can also get you a 10% discount on all your remodeling through the end of this month only with Design Concept Builders. Like I said, check out their website, designconceptbuilders.com, and then make that call. They guarantee a super job for you every time. Call 954-718-6766. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. I'm smarter than George Bush. They say they'll keep up all their inquiries until they expose all the secrecies. Still, they're not hearing what they want to hear. Cause no one talks while under open there. Is it true the FBI knew about the threats? Did CIA make judgments that they now regret? Faulty anti-terrorism policies. We just need more answers from the man who's key. We need to know. We need to know. What Bush knew about 911, we need to know. We need to know. We need to know. What Bush knew about 911, we need to know. Yeah, how come he's holding hands there with Prince Abdullah? Because they don't come no more duller than him, I'll tell you that right now. House of Bush, House of Saud, the author of that book, Carl Unger, who's an expert on the overs and ungers, he was on one of the shows last night, MSNBC, I believe. Okay. And they were talking about this grotesque, this, in fact, even on CNN on Crossfire yesterday, believe it or not, uh, the Republican guy they had on there, you know, with the left against the right and all that contrived crap, even he was uh, excoriating the Bush people for this grotesque relationship they have with the Saudis, and they showed all the stats about 15 of the 19 uh, hijackers were Saudis, and all this other garbage, and of course, the uh, Wasabi, I mean Wahhabi, <laughs> all these, uh, no, seriously, all these schools that they build, not just in Saudi Arabia, but in Pakistan, they export this hate of the West. And so on the one hand, you know, like I said, they're pulling them with one hand, kissing with the mouth, and then they're stabbing you back with the other hand. It's uh, pathetic. I say let's bomb Saudi Arabia right off the bat. In fact, okay. let's not do it. Well, let's just tell them we're going to do it. Yeah. I told you this the other day. Just send them all to the French Riviera, let them take uh, a few billion, you know, just so they can have a good time. And then we'll just uh, hook up our hoses. Fifty cents a gallon for gas. Tops. Hank Aaron, somebody says, how can we leave off good old uh, number 44? Henry Aaron. Right, Josh? Right. I think that uh, this Barry Bonds thing is a scandal. I, I'm, I'm disgusted and nauseated by it. Even though we got some people on this station who kiss his ass. 
I mean, his what, whatever he accomplishes, in fact, I noticed that his last home run was number 666, which I find that's something appropriate there, don't you? 666. Oh, my God. Yeah, he may be the Antichrist, Barry Bonds. Steroid-laden, uh, phony piece of crap. Put an asterisk on any records he sets. Tell you that right now. Here's Ots. Let's see. I'm a diehard Cardinals fan, but this great center fielder for the Cardinals single-handedly destroyed the sport of baseball. You're right. Kurt Flood, free agency. Kurt Flood, you got it? Got it. As in flooding your pants. Casey Stengel, my favorite line says this fact. So when he managed one of the teams in the 66 All-Star game in St. Louis, it was 101 degrees officially, 120 on the field. He was asked what he thought of the new Bush Stadium. He replied, it holds the heat well. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad, Casey. Well, anyway. See, you would have enjoyed Casey Stengel, but then that was back in the day. As, as, a, as a what? Before, as a uh, comedian, not as a oh, baseball yeah, manager. Well, he, he was a funny up? guy. All right. I'll watch his show. A dirty trickster's bush bonanza. Even Lauren Green is embarrassed. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's too long, but I'll give you like a little tease. The man who stopped the Miami recon makes gaming millions. This is from the Village Voice. Roger Stone, the dirty tricks hobgoblin of Republican politics, has exploited his Bush connections to become an influence-peddling force in the $13 billion Indian gaming industry. Stone's booming business in such a federally regulated enterprise makes his recent pro bono orchestration of Al Sharpton's double-edged presidential campaign an even stranger covert caper. The longtime GOP consultant's reward for fomenting the Brooks Brothers mob that shut down the Dade County recount in the 2000 election was an invention, an invitation within days of Bush's election to serve on the Department of Interior Transition Working Group, helping, in his own words, to staff its Bureau of Indian Affairs, the BIA. Stone has since used this unannounced perch to market himself to tribes and developers from Louisiana to California, earning fat fees and contingent percentages of future casino revenue. Just two of the five deals examined by the Village Voice are projected to pay him at least $8 million, perhaps as much as $13 million. Time, the Washington Post, and the New York Times have published exposés about Bush's BIA, with a February story highlighting $45 million in payments to two GOP lobbyists from four tribes since 2001. Even default spaces turn in red. Ooh. But no one is focused on Stone's profiteering, which, unlike the payments to registered lobbyists, is not reported in any public filings. He is routinely brought into casino deals, in part because of his perceived ability to win Bush and or Republican congressional support, a role ostensibly inconsistent with his financing and staffing of the Bush-bashing reverence campaign. But it was Sharpton himself who focused the voice's attention on Stone's bonanza, indicating that business motives pushed Stone to take over the campaign. It's all about Indian gaming, he said. When pressed recently to explain, Sharpton said, I will not spell it out. Maybe because he can't spell it out. Who the hell knows? In fact, Stone is a history of bizarre political operations, beginning with his Watergate-era infiltration of the McGovern campaign, and Sharpton has his own bunco background, beating up on Democrats to benefit behind-the-scenes GOP allies like D'Amato, George Pataki, and Mike Bloomberg. I helped Sharpton because I like him, says Stone, a veteran of the Nixon, Reagan, Dolan, Bush campaigns, who steered 228 grand to Sharpton's National Action Network last year. There's no connection between helping Sharpton and my business. With advisor Stone scripting Sharpton, any damage the Reverend might do would burnish Stone's bona fides with Bush, thereby bolstering his leverage for second-term gaming deals. Stone and Sharpton can see they still talk, and Stone's ally, Charles Halloran, remains the manager of Sharpton's suspended campaign, organizing fundraisers to pay off a $634,000 debt, grand of it due to five Stone-tied aides. And the story goes on and on about Stone's multimillion-dollar motivation. It's a long story from Village Voice. It's on our website today. It's, it's uh, uh, disturbing. 
You see, basically what we're dealing with is a bunch of crooks and you people out there, you've been brainwashed. I feel sorry for you because most of you, whether it's the religious brainwashing crap or the political brainwashing crap or both is the case in so many cases. And you just can't see the forest, uh, Jeff the Forest for the trees, man. That's the problem. They're a bunch of crooks. After reading that crap about Kerry again, who's really, I mean, yeah, I'll vote for him 10 or 20 times, sure. He's the buffer. Mm -hmm. But he's weak. He's a lame ass is what he is. Bothers me badly. And I'm sitting here trying to think of a, a politician, and don't tell me John McCain, because what a sellout he is. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of a politician that I can really respect, who I think is honest. And I'm thinking, well, he killed a girl, you know. Teddy, Ted Kennedy. Right. Love him. But he killed a woman. Right. And so now you understand why Bubba looked so good, you know. So, okay, he was uh, getting a few, uh, well, we can't say the Jays on the side, whatever it was. Yeah, but he never killed nobody. Like never killed nobody because guys. presidents and senators don't have men killed, Michael. <laughs> Who's being naive now? Q-U-E or C-A-T? Okay. Man, very sad. They're all a bunch of crooks. Oh, you're so cynical, Liam. I'm just telling you the way it is, okay? If you want to be starry-eyed and believe that all these people are altruistic and they have our best interest at heart, <laughs> well, good luck to you, okay? Line 9 is at it again. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how's it going? Pretty good. Excellent. Uh, for your poll, how about David Beckham? David Beckham, he's making the big bucks. Yeah, I mean, he's a practically unknown over here, but uh, in the world he's practically... He's big practicing. around the world. You're right. Thanks, Pally. Have a great day. Finally got his haircut, too, David Beckham. Can you spell it? B-E-C-K-H-A-M? Yeah, I got it. Very good. Well, you know who that is. You're a, a sports nerd. A soccer pretty boy, right? Oh, I would not say he's a pretty boy. Oh, my God. That, oh, jeez. Josh uh, Cordes just said that. That's what they said. Whoa, man. Your stock just went down. Even the market ain't falling that bad. Although it ain't looking too good. Uh, that's because Alan Greenspan was on there going, bah, 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 bah. interest uh, rate hikes are in the future. We can't say it's not a matter of, uh, you know, it's just a matter of time. You just wait, man. All you, that, that's another thing. Whether it's the religious BS, the political BS, or the, the investment BS. We're all a bunch of suckers. We all get led down the garden path. Pretty sad. How's it going so far here? The most important athlete of the 20th century, 119. That's 20, almost 30%. Look at that. About 30, man. No athletes are important. They're pretty militant about it, too. They are PO'd. Uh, leading the pack, Jackie Robinson, 82. Muhammad Ali, 46. Babe Ruth, 45. Baby Ruth. At least he had a candy bar named after Jesse Owens, 37. Michael Jordan, 16. Isn't it funny how Baby Ruth keeps showing up in the punch bowl? Dan Marino, 15. Tiger Woods, 5. OJ's got 5, all from inside the QM building, I'm sure. Uh, Jim Thorpe has got 5. Pele's got 4. Joe Montana, 4. Wayne Gretzky, 4. Lance Armstrong, 3. Willie Shoemaker, 2. Bobby Orr's got uh, a pair. A pair for number 4. Joe DiMaggio, 2. Roberto Clemente. Arriba, arriba. He's got 1. Ty Cobb one, Jim Brown one, George Armstrong, and the Chief has got one. All right. Mark Spitz won. Arthur Ass has got one. And no votes yet for Casey Stengel, Hank Aaron, Kurt Flood, or David Beckham. He just went up there out of 412 votes. This is pretty important stuff. Keep that in mind. 27 past 11 at 560 WQM. Lobster Fest is back at the world-famous Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. If you've never been there, we're not just talking about another one of those Asian buffets that pop up on every street corner. We're talking about one that's untouchable. It's just phenomenal. Because it's uh, the spring now, with all the spring breakers out there, kids six and under eat for free at the Emerald Coast. In addition, 
Emerald Coast still offers you all of their sensational mouth-watering dishes. You can start off your delectable eating experience. It's not just an eating experience. It's a pig out with any of their six different soups. Try them all if you like. they got entrees like you've never seen before. New York Strip made the way you like it to order at their sizzling Asian grill. Their brand-new Hunan fish, Maine lobster Thermidor-style Jonah crab, oysters on the half-shell, Jonah, Jonah and the whale. And if you still have room, it's a whale of a buffet. Try their hand-carved primary and their new Thai specialties, too. And the Emerald Coast promotes healthy living, too, because they don't use any crap when they cook their food. No MSG, no cornstarch. They cook only with cholesterol-free oils. And their buffet even features a full salad bar, a full Chinese food lineup, a brand-new sushi bar, and, of course, fresh cocktails. And if there's any room after all of these things, which would be a miracle, but I've seen a lot of you people, you probably you can probably uh, stuff a little in there, some dessert. They've got a full dessert station featuring Belgian waffles, pies, cakes, pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, even fresh fruit. Three Emerald Coast locations for you. By the way, nice going last night, uh, Richard. Well, he didn't play in the game, but he was, I'm sure, rooting very hard. They're in Sunrise, Sunny Isles, Pembroke Pines, so take the whole family book your next business luncheon right now. And don't forget to fill out a membership card, too, so you can get you that monthly newsletter. Let our friends at the Emerald Coast cook up a storm for you. Take out and delivery available, too. Call 954-572-3822. 954-572-3822. There ain't nothing like the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. Live at the local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. Oh, oh, oh. Miami Town <laughs> at 560 WQAM. All right. There were pills and potions made with this herbal. Most folks were very unaware. They might kill you on a scare until the empty. A said we'll stop you. These are dangerous amphetamines, and you can't sell them legally. A drug they couldn't ignore caused heart attacks and more. It was a stimulant like no other. Now it's banned from stores. You no longer can buy a Fedra. The hardest thing ever sold yet to. You no longer can buy a Fedra. Companies who cashed in on the public passion for a Fedra, they're out of luck. Oi! Roy! It's, oh gee, 27 till noon at 560 WQAM. Mad Dog at 2, the Humper at 4, Marlins baseball game tonight in Philadelphia. Now, George in West Palm Beach, you better check your calendar, please. See, the poll question is. The most important athlete of the 20th century was, and George says, name for your poll, Tom Brady. And I guess he figures, oh, I'm going to be all excited about that. Well, I'm all excited about Tom Brady, but the fact of the matter is he won two Super Bowls in the 21st century. Am I correct about that? You are mm-hmm. correct. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. That's what I said. So uh, in 96 years, George, uh, fax is back again, and we'll be more than delighted because I'm sure... During that period of time, Tom Brady will probably have won several more Super Bowls. Absolutely. Right? How many? About 30, man. So at that point, he'll qualify. No problem. Some of these people, man, silly people. Wait till you hear this from the Australian newspaper. Proving that males are a biological thrill, Japanese and Korean scientists have created a healthy mouse born with no male genetic material at all. Kind of like Freaky Carlos, no male genetic material at all. 
It's a process called parthenogenesis, and until now has never happened in man- mammals from mice to well men, it says. In contrast, many insects and reptiles, not to mention plants, take advantage of this all-girl form of reproduction. Because mammals are inhibited from reproducing by parthenogenesis, we decided to study why sperm and eggs are required for normal development in mammals. Team leader Tamahiro Kono said from his office at the Tokyo University of Agriculture, Professor Kono's group discovered that the stumbling block was a phenomenon called genomic imprinting, a process that turns off either the male or female version of a gene when eggs and sperm meet to produce an embryo. It sounded esoteric, but the finding and the science that it revealed was remarkable, said embryologist Patrick Tan of Sydney University and Westmead's Children's Medical Research Institute. According to Professor Tan, imprinting is linked to some birth defects. And that's another thing about your president, by the way. People with diabetes like me, people with uh, all sorts of uh, ailments, people with um, spinal cord injuries like Christopher Reeve and, and thousands and thousands and maybe millions of others, they could be walking today, they could be healthy, but we don't want that stem cell research because it's uh, the religionists and the Pope are all bent out of shape about it. See, this is what keeps the world in the Stone Age. This is what imposes and inflicts so much misery on people, is the fact that religious crazy people are ruling the world. And they have since the beginning of time. Just about as you read your history, and of course, George is an expert on meaningless history, as you read it. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at this. This is really cute. Another, another phony. Uh, very funny. That's cute. Why did you send that to me? No, I thought it was funny. It's cute. Read it on the air. <laughs> it's a, yeah. Yeah. Sign Michael Powell, though. It's cute. Here you go, Josh. It's funny. In fact, Michael Powell probably likes this, this show. He likes Howard Stern. It's just that he has to follow the law. That's all. He can't impose his own personal views. Right. <laughs> Speaking of crazy religious people, the Bible college that leads to the White House. This is from the Independent UK. It's on our website. Again, I'll read just a short part of it. I don't want to get too a newsy here, okay? Get that one guy all bent out of shape. I don't want to sit here and be too pedantic and read and read. I mean, like, who am I reading this to, okay? Who am I reading it to? The children. The children. Read to the children. The campus is immaculate. Everyone is clean cut and cheerful. But just what are they teaching at Patrick Henry College? And why do so many of their students end up working for George W. Bush? It says it's worth making clear from the outset that Patrick Henry College in rural Virginia is not your average American university. At Patrick Henry, the students, about 75% of them have been taught at home rather than in schools, are required to sign a statement of faith before they arrive, confirming, among other things, that they have a literal belief in the teachings of the Bible. Literal belief. Oh, my God. At Patrick Henry, students must obey a curfew. They must wear their hair neatly and dress modestly. Hmm. Kind of like the Mormons, I guess, huh? Yeah. Students must also obey a rule stating that if they wish to hold hands with a member of the opposite sex, they must do so while walking. Standing while holding hands is not permitted. Keep moving. And at Patrick Henry, students must sign an honor pledge that bans them from drinking alcohol unless under parental supervision. Well, wait, let me ask you something. If you're holding hands with a Saudi prince, can you be standing still? They were moving. If oh. you saw the tape, they showed it. They were moving. In fact, Bush almost fell down. Maybe the prince was holding him up. Yet these things alone do not make the college special. There are, after all, a number of Christian establishments across the U.S. that enforce such a strict fundamentalist code for their students. No, what makes Patrick Henry unique is the increasingly close, critics say alarmingly close, links this recently established right-wing Christian college has with the Bush administration and the Republican establishment as a whole. That's spelled with a W, just like Bush. 
This spring, of the almost 100 interns working in the White House, seven are from Patrick Henry. Another intern works for the Bush-Cheney re-election campaign, while another works for President Bush's senior political advisor, Carl Raven Rove. Yet another works for the Coalition Provisional Authority in Baghdad. Over the past four years, 22 conservative members of Congress have employed one or more Patrick Henry interns. Janet Ascroft, the wife of Bush's Bible-thumping attorney general, is one of the college's trustees. And this is no coincidence. Rather, it is the very point. Students at Patrick Henry are on a mission to change the world, indeed to lead the world. When after four years or so of study, they leave their neatly kept campus with its close-mown lawns, they do so with a drive and commitment to reshape their new environments according to the fundamentalist right-wing vision of their college. Critics say Patrick Henry's system cannot help but produce narrow-minded students with extremist views, but the college's openly stated aim is to train young men and women who will lead our nation and shape our culture with timeless biblical values. Oh, my God. Nancy Keenan of the liberal campaign group People for the American Way says, The number of interns from Patrick Henry going into the White House scares me to death, she says. People have a right to choose where their children are educated, but we're concerned that they're not exposed to the kind of diversity this country has. They're training people with a very limited ideological and political view. If these young people are going into positions of power, they have to govern with all people in mind, just a limited number. Well, guess what, Nancy? Not no more. Not no more, honey. The article goes on. It's well worth reading. It's a long article from the Independent UK. Got it? Got it. It's on our prestigious website, neilrogers.com. We're asking today on our poll, the most influential athlete of the 20th century was... I'm, I'm sorry, the most important. Well, you could use any word. The greatest, the most... Well, whatever you like. No athletes are important, 134, 28%. Almost... About 30, man. Jackie Robinson, 96. Muhammad Ali, 59. Babe Ruth, 50. Jesse Owens, 43. How about putting Jesse Owens on there? Good idea. Let's do that. Josh. Michael Jordan, 20. Dan Marino, 15. Tiger Woods, 9. Lance Armstrong, 8. Pele, 7. Wayne Gretzky, 5. Old Needle Nose. O.J. Simpson, 5. The Slasher. Jim Thorpe, five. Joe Montana, four. Bobby Orr still only got two. That is criminal. Willie Shoemaker, two. Joe DiMaggio, two. Roberto Clemente, two. David Beckham, two. One for Arthur Ashe. Ty Cobb, Jim Brown, George Armstrong, Mark Spitz, Hank Aaron, and none. A big O for oh! Kurt Flood and Casey Stengel. Out of 476. I guess most people don't look, even though he was a uh, very... <laughs> a very marginal baseball player himself. Casey Stengel, they didn't look upon him as an athlete because he was a manager. You think that's possible? He was a mangler. Okay. Of the uh, language. 19 till noon at 560 WQM. Nobody wants to talk about diseases, okay, because, uh, you know, it's scary. What are Nobody wants to think about cancer, heart disease. Yet, you owe it to yourself to find out if you're in good health. It's a proven fact that you can cure diseases a hell of a lot faster if treatment is, uh, if, if the, uh, you find it early. That's what I'm trying to say. Hollywood Diagnostic Center is proud to announce their virtual colonoscopy, which is so much less invasive and uncomfortable than the traditional colonoscopy, along with their amazing, which I had these last week, the coronary heart scoring and full-body screening exams that can detect cancer or other life-threatening diseases in their early stages. A doctor's referral isn't even needed. You just uh, lay in the machine, and you don't have to really do anything. You don't even have to take all your clothes off. Just lay there like in the MRI, and they take all the photographs. And amazingly, they can look down a computerized view through your entire body, into your lungs, into your heart, the whole deal, if you have one. In fact, they were surprised that they actually found a heart in my body. For all your imaging exams, call Hollywood Diagnostic Center at 954-966-3600 for the test that can give you and your family peace of mind. That's the most important. Hour. Well, I guess that's number one. And number two, if they do find something, find it early while you can still do something about it. 
At Hollywood Diagnostic Center, they offer you the state-of-the-art imaging equipment with open MRI, high-speed CAT scans, nuclear medicine, and much, much more. They got it all. Hollywood Diagnostic Center, they've been serving the community for over 20 years now, and their facility also provides a complete mobile diagnostic service that can come right to you or a loved one. So call Hollywood Diagnostic Center today for your imaging exam today. It could be a life-saving phone call. Please call them and check this out. Call 954-966-3600. That's 954-966-3600. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. Well, I'm Jerry Falwell, I'm the right hand of God. And when I woke up today, I put my TV on, and instead of Kathy Lee or CNN, I saw a purple creature with a gay sign on his head. It was an upside-down triangle purple tinky-winky. Upside-down triangle purple tinky-winky. Upside-down triangle purple tinky-winky. Hey, tell it to me. Well, just when I thought things couldn't get worse, I noticed he was carrying a little purse. Now how? How can they call this a children's show? I may be purple, but I have a brown hole. He has an upside down triangle purple tinky winky. Upside down triangle purple tinky winky. I'd love to trade your balls. Gay purple tinky winky. Gay Teletubby. Well, most of our Christian find it hard to believe, but on the Teletubby's tummy is a TV screen. It had a purple penis pointing straight at me. That was blowing a noise through the hole in the thing. Brown holes and purple penises, I think we're right on the verge. You're right on the line, don't you think? Oh, I'm sorry. I was out of the room. <laughs> oh, there's nothing wrong with that. With what? Uh, it's 11.47 at 560 WQM, 13 till noon. Ted Williams, how come nobody's mentioned the Splendid Splinter yet? Because they're too busy mentioning um, Jesse Owens over and over again. Hey, how about Jesse Owens? How about Ted Williams? Number nine. You got it there, Josh? Ted Williams? I got it there. At least put his head on it anyway. Five, six, seven. He had a good head on his shoulders, Ted Williams. He used to kill pigeons at Fenway Park in his spare time. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM, hello. Yeah. Yes, sir. What about Will Chamberlain? What about him? Father of our country. There you go. Happy okay, thanks. Him anyway. I beg your pardon? Let's get him on there right away. Will the stilt. He's putting him on there. He's putting him on there right now. Of course, the thing I like about him best... Will Chamberlain rate me. ...was that. 5670560, pound 560. Absolutely. On the AT&T and Verizon Line. WQM, happy Wednesday. Hello. Peter Worrell. Go win. WQM, hello. Yeah, I want to add a name to the uh, list. Yes, sir. Mario Lemieux. Mario Lemieux, number 66. Great show, Camille. Thanks, Pally. Mary or Lemieux. Now, can you spell that? Lemieux. 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 <laughs> spell it right, man. You get the, don't want to uh, get the dander up from them frogs. <laughs> don't want to stir their dander up. Mario says he's going to play next season, too, as a matter of fact. How many times do you retire now? About 30, man. going to be no next season anyway. Be sure and send in your money for the Panthers for next season. Be sure and send that money in because Alan Cohen wants to hang on to it for a year or so. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. Maybe this poll isn't it? Maybe it's too narrow. You know the sports part of it. What do you mean? 
I don't know. I, I just don't think that there's the same excitement about this. We should have divided the other ones up. Yeah. That was my bad. No, well, when we said entertainers, we should have had said, like, musicians, music people. Right. And then we should have had, like, actors and, uh, uh, you and know, such. TV right. people, stuff like that. Don't you think? We should have. I mean, for example, how do you compare, like, George Burns with... Uh, uh, John Lennon. Exactly. How do you compare Steven Tyler with Jackie Gleason? Uh, stand them up next to each other. Bigger lips. On who? WQM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Yes, sir. Pretty good. Look, uh, you remember that classic song, My Dingling? Yeah, Chuck Berry. Yeah, you should play that. But fascist speech police, they probably wouldn't care about that one. Can't play that, man. You can't play that? you got to be kidding me. Are you losing it? You can't play that no more, man. You better get with the program, baby. You better uh, wake up and start sniffing the uh, dandelions. You understand the Gestapo keeps track of everyone. That's right. My dingling my ass. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. Pound five, sixty. You know, it's not bad enough. We just did the purple tinky winky there with the uh, purple penis and the uh, whatever that was, which I don't even want to say it anymore. Rectum. Whatever. I mean, that was about as close to dancing near that line as possible. <laughs> that's, that's like asking, can you play that? Uh, well, you know, I think I'm going to edit this one because I, I like it just too much. Well, another blunt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can put a few. You'll see. All right. I did that masterful job with that uh, Bill Cigar and Monica's. Right. right. Amazing stuff. Right. And, I, and for example, uh, I'm spending all my time these days. I, you know, better things to do, but you got to spend all our time editing everything down so we can, like, dumb it down and clean it down to the American public. All those people that graduated from that school I was just reading about. Patrick, Patrick Henry. Henry. Give me liberty or give me death. What, what irony there is there, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can't even find this thing. Oh, here it is. Here's the one. Jim Mandich, I him out. See? What a great job that great. is. And if you didn't like that one, I think this one might is almost equally outstanding, if I can find it. John Shula, I him out. Oh, yeah. Good old Geldy, the human censor, man. When in doubt, Geldy it out. We used to say bleep it out, but now Geldy it out. Which sure is how it at least spices it up a little bit. WQAM, hello. Yes, sir. Hi, I've got one that fits in both of them. Uh, uh, he was a great entertainer and a great athlete, uh, John Holmes. <laughs> right, and he's still dead. WQM, hello. Yeah, John Holmes. <laughs> oh, these people are the best, aren't they? Let's They're go for three. Well, let's see if we can have the trifecta. How about Sherlock Holmes? WQM, hello. Come on, you can do it. Hey, Neil, how you doing today? Pretty good. I got a suggestion for your poll, and I'm I'm not quite sure if I got the guy's name right. He's a older hockey player. He used to play before Gretzky. I think his name was Gordy Howe. Gordy Howe. Howe. Gordy Howe. I yeah. Howe now, Brown Cow. Gordy yeah. Howe. Oh, Old number I, nine, Detroit Red Wings, Hartford Whalers. Yeah, really good player too. Great player. Today hey, you weren't around to see him play. Yes. Can I uh, can I make a a suggestion? Can I yes. Can you play a little Mickey and Eisner for me? No. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. I mean, come on already with that. You know, it's getting really ponderous like everything else. Although it is one of the few things we can still play. I'll, I'll right. take it under advisement. Okay, we'll take it to committee. Eisner. There you go. That's a little Mickey and Eisner, right? Just that's Mickey doing Eisner. If you pardon that expression. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. You got uh, Gordy Howe on there? Yeah, he's on there. 
fact that this guy didn't even know his real name. He didn't see. He didn't really uh, want to give a name. He just wanted to hear uh, the Mickey. Uh, that, right. That's all. Very very sad. It just it breaks my heart. Well, here's the new biography of Ted Williams. See, that's why I put it on there. They were showing some. I thought that was a commercial or something. In fact, they're going to cart out. Darren Kagan's going to interview Ted Williams' frozen head in a little while. That thing I read the other day, Darren Kagan was, uh, who the hell was she interviewing? I mean, uh, uh, it's just, it's mind-blowing. It's part of the same thing I'm talking about, how dangerous CNN is. Wait until you see Darren Kagan interviewing Muammar Gaddafi tonight on CNN. And tomorrow they're going to have Soledad O'Brien interviewing a, pre- a pre-trial interview for Saddam Hussein with Soledad O'Brien. And the public says, oh, yeah, that makes sense to me. Scary. WQAM, hello. Yes. Uh, yes, sir. Speaking. Neil. Yes. Yeah. What I was uh-huh. uh, wondering is, you know that song that you guys used to do, the uh, the bagpipe song? Are you Can't hear that no more, man. Not a chance. Not a chance. Now, do you think if Terry gets in office, anything's going to change? No. Not at all, huh? No, I mean, or not that. Not, not, a, not, not that kind of thing, no. That's it. That's it. We're in for this for life now, huh? What is it? We're in for this for life. No matter You're America, there. baby. You're America. Love it or leave it. See, they, they don't listen to me. It's not no. a political thing. That's what I'm trying to tell you. There is no political courage out there. Send out a search party. It doesn't exist. If it existed, we wouldn't be having all these kids dying every day in, uh, in uh, Iraq every single day. Over 700 of them. And all these Iraqis just being blown to bits. That, that, I wish I would have kept that story from this morning because there was that one line in it that just made me want to vomit about the burned, unidentifiable, mutilated bodies of the Iraqi children being dragged off the streets after the car bombings in Basra this morning. I mean, what are we talking about? They're doing it to themselves. Yeah, there you go. They Blood on your wrong. hands. All of you people who support this war, whether you're Republicans or Democrats or just a bunch of idiots, you have blood on your hands. You're a bunch of murderers. Just like the people keep calling in with a song to dance about, well, Israel is always right in Israel. Yeah, right. you got blood all over your hands, just like uh, Arafat and uh, Sharon, the two of them. Chubb and Dreard. Tragic. Because everybody from the time they're like is uh, little teeny tots. The religious bullcrap and the political bullcrap and these are these people are good and these people are bad and the right is good and the left is bad or the other way around. And it's juvenile. It's childish. They're all a bunch of crooks. Jesse Ventura thinks he's going to get even elected dog catcher again. He's dreaming. <laughs> Coming out there talking about being, oh. being an atheist and about uh, the religious people are weak. He's right. I mean, here's a guy that had the balls to open up a mouth and say something. But at least nobody's going to, you know, not to his face. They're not going to mess around with him. He'll, he'll slam him in two seconds right down to the flow. Right. But the fact is that uh, anybody thinks somebody's a real independent thinker is going to be elected to any kind of high position in this country. You're dreaming, not no more. That's the answer to your question about where the hell do these people come from? Where do the Michael Dukakis's come from? Where the hell does uh, George W. Bush come from beside hunger? It don't happen by accident. I hate to break the news to you. That a long, long time ago, all of that changed. All these secret meetings behind closed I'm almost, almost start ready to jump into bed with these other conspiratorialists out there, you know? The yeah. Bilderbergers, the Trilateral Commission, and the Illuminati. Makes more sense than anything else. How else do you explain this crap? Yeah, they got all the wrong titles. And don't forget all those other great leaders like Jimmy Carter. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM.
You call me Mr. Moose, and I've been visiting to the dwell to one an hour. Well, I never thought I'd find the kind of ride that I've been tooling around in today. Now, it's a classic set of wheels fixed up the way a brother would like it. <laughs> now, it's a green and shiny, and the drink is cold, and the ties under my seat. I've got a can of liquid cherry yolk. Aw, oh, baby. Daniel Ellsberg, I think we have his article. I put it on our website today. He had it right. Let's just get the hell out. Right. Hand over the case to the kingdom June 30th to whomever they, whoever wants to take him. You know, just stand in the middle of the street right. and just toss there him you up, go. you know. Oh, but the one sees. And then, you know what we need to get out? July 1st. Yeah. But don't you think things will be out of control if we leave? 18 school children are among those 68 or more killed this morning in the latest uh, car bombings, suicide bombings in Basra. 18 school children, little kids on their way to school. I just mentioned that in passing. See, it, it doesn't make any difference because television has so desensitized the American public that nothing goes on, whether it's Columbine, whether it's all of this massive. And I noticed now they got a new deal on CNN. It used to be Operation Iraqi Freedom. Now it's Mission Iraq. Whatever the hell that means, I have no idea. I, what, what does that mean? Well, we're on a mission. To do what? Shut up. Anyway. In fact, they just changed it. It was something else last hour. Now it's Mission Iraq. They just keep changing it. John Nichols uh, got a good column here in uh, The Nation, as usual. Remember, uh, you, you wouldn't. Congresswoman Geraldine, or Elizabeth Holtzman from New York? No, were you going to say Geraldine Ferraro? I was. Well, they're both from New York, so it's a Freudian slip. Anyway, Hurry. same time frame. History usually provides a roadmap for the present. Unfortunately, leaders fail to consult the map. That's certainly been the case as the 9-11 Commission is prepared to hear behind-closed-doors testimony from Vice President Dick Cheney and President George Bush at the same time. 
Members of the commission, for the most part, members of Congress have attempted the secret testimony, have accepted the secret testimony arrangement, but why? Presidents have testified before investigatory committees before, and they have done so on comparable issues. Former U.S. Representative Elizabeth Holtzman reminds us that in 1974, amid the national firestorm that followed President Gerald Ford's pardon of former President Nixon, Ford voluntarily appeared before a House subcommittee that was reviewing the pardon. The president came before the subcommittee, made an opening statement, was questioned by the House members. Although each of us had only five minutes, I was able to ask the president directly whether there had been a deal with Nixon about the pardon. The public could determine by Ford's demeanor and his words whether <coughs> to believe his emphatic denial of any deal, recalls Holtzman, who as a young member of the House was a key player in the Judiciary Committee's investigation of the Watergate scandal. The fact that important questions could be posed directly to the president and the fact that the president was willing to face down his severest critics in public were healthy things for our country. And not even the staunchest Republicans complained that the presidency was being demeaned. By recalling the history, Holtzman reminds us that President Bush could and should simply appear before the 9-11 Commission. There is no constitutional crisis here. There is no dangerous precedent that could be established. And there is no question of proportionality. Certainly the intensity of the demands for an explanation of the Nixon pardon can appropriately be compared with those for an explanation of how the current administration responded to terrorist threats before and on and after the September 11, 2001 attacks. As with the Nixon pardon, the events of 9-11 have caused huge national concern, explains Holtzman. The victims' families, as well as millions of others, have asked why it happened and what, if anything, could have been done to avert the tragedy. These are simple, reasonable questions. The best response to those simple, reasonable questions, Holtzman argues, would be for Bush to volunteer to testify in public and under oath to the National Commission on Terrorist Attacks on the U.S. Bush would be wise to take a page out of Ford's book. Americans could then decide themselves whether to agree or disagree with Bush's pre-9-11 conduct. They want to trust their president. They want to know that he acted with the best of motives, that he used good judgment, and that he's a leader. In other words, that as chief executive, he knows when and how to mobilize the government to take action, Holtzman asserted, in an opinion piece he wrote this week for New York's Daily News. If Bush refuses to answer reasonable questions in public, the indelible impression is left that he has something to hide. That impression is being forced by the White House's insistence that Vice President Cheney sit with Bush at the hearing. The president cannot afford to convey the image that he's afraid to appear on his own, and neither the 9-11 Commission nor the public should permit a behind-closed-door session for anything except national security information. The same principle should have applied to testimony of former President Bill Clinton. Holtzman's wise comments beg one question. Why didn't anyone think to put this former member of Congress, a native New Yorker, on the 9-11 Commission? There are a number of commissioners who share her experience, including, of course, Richard Bevaniste, who headed U.S. Justice Department's Watergate, uh, Watergate Task Force, 73 to 75. But it would seem that the commission could use some, someone who recognizes that Holtzman does, that there is no better crucible in a public hearing to help ensure that the truth will come out. Good idea. Ain't going to happen, though. He's got to be holding Dick's hand. <laughs> I said, he's yeah. got to be holding his I, hand. Yeah, yeah. Is what I said. Kind of like Prince Abdullah, Dula, <laughs> from Saudi Arabia. That picture is just a mind blowing, especially when they showed it several times in slow mo and freeze frame last night on MSNBC. The most important athlete of the 20th century is or was. No athletes are important. 163 said that. Jackie Robinson, 112. Muhammad Ali, 76. Baby Ruth, 55. Jesse Owens, 52. Michael Michael Jordan, 29. Dan Marino, 17. Tiger Woods, 12. Lan, uh, Lance Armstrong, 10. Everybody else single digits. Even poor George Armstrong, the chief. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. I, I just don't know what it takes uh, anymore to get the American public pissed off. Box you? cars, box cars, 
No, no, seriously, what, what does it take? Pissed off gets me fired up when I hear someone say that. I mean, $2 a gallon gas, that doesn't seem to bother anybody, even though we were supposed to get, that was part of the deal, going to get all this cheaper gas, we had that Iraqi oil, you know. Well, and, of course, even though we weren't going to take over the oil fields, uh, just for going in there, you see, the whole deal boils down to this. Back to the original, the, the first Gulf War 91, we didn't give a flying crap about Kuwait. No. That wasn't the reason that we went in there. No. We went in there because our close, dear personal friends, and keep in mind who was president at that time, his last name happened to be Bush, our good friends, the Saudis, were peeing in their pants. That once Saddam finished off with Kuwait, he was going to go just keep marching right on into Saudi Arabia, take over the oil fields, and kick their sorry ass out. That's why we went in there in 91 in the first place. I just, I just mentioned that in passing. Saudi Arabia, that is the sand chigger in a woodpile. Okay, make no mistake about it. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. WQM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Um, somebody that you know personally, Pete Sampras. There you go. Why not? Okay, now I have two QAM spy reports. Yes, between Pete Sampras, there you go, you got it? Between 6.30 a.m. and 7.30 a.m., Howard David blew a shot the GD. Oh, no. Yes, he did. And then, oh, Howard David and Blur, how come they didn't dump it? It got on the air? I got on the air. Oh, no. And then, from 8 to 10... Oh, my God. And then from 8 to 10, the big old show, all that was was a basketball trivia show. Oh! That was the worst thing I've ever heard, Neil. I'm going to tell you, if I could tell you how bad I feel following that swill that we had on from oh, 8 to 10 this morning, uh, I feel pretty like, upset about it myself. It was terrible. It was like, yeah, 1991, who was the draft pick of the Heat in the... Oh, Boston, no. Boston, oh, whatever. And, and that was to give away the, uh, the Marlin tickets, I guess. Exactly. Bye, Thanks for the bad news. Boy, how do you like that? So the mole man, oh, brother, I bet you his ass is going to be in hot water and he won't be soaking his roids either. Are you ready for that? I heard it. I mean, the GD thing he let out this morning, allegedly. Next thing you know what he's going to be saying? You know what it is, don't you? Jesus Christ. Oh. No, yeah, you see, you said that. that was, uh, I'm not asking you to answer it. Okay. There I, it is. I heard it. Now, if he says that, you, ah, he's in deep doodle, man. He's in deep whatever we can't say anymore. Crap. Why didn't they dump it? Why isn't there a suspension? Uh, you know, I have no idea what's going on with that crowd there. There's something really... And, of course, Robert Creeper, he's like Elliot Ness. You know, he's the untouchable. Yeah. I don't know what the... Who he's got the naked pictures of. I think it might be uh, Clarence and Greg. I'm, I'm, I mean, the Duff, uh, the whole three of them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. The whole management team and the Scoran pivot girl. But, I mean, what what is that all about? See, if they were worried less about eating all the free food from Howie's there in the morning under the, in these trying times that we're trying to survive through right now and more worried about monitoring very carefully what's on the air, we wouldn't be having these things. I can understand the old mole man. Absolutely. He's just a silly old fuddy-duddy anyway, okay? Boy, how about Pete Rose, somebody says, for the poll? Sure, why not? Pete Rose. There's a real uh, scrum bag, if there ever was one. He never gambled on Cincinnati Reds. Baseball, right. Sit there at the track with your big stack of bills. And by the way, that teller at Calder is pretty pissed off about you sniffing her years ago, Pete Rose. I'm going to tell that story one of these days. About how she made a mistake on the ticket. I'll tell the story. I'm, I want to make sure I get it all right. I. She would strangle him if she could get her hands on him. Destroyed this woman's life. That's Petey Rose. And they argue, oh, should he be in the Hall of Fame? You know what? Let me answer whether Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Who gives a flying crap, okay? 
All the things that are going on in the world, all of these things that are in the world today. All of these things. And they're worried, there are people out there worried about whether P.D. Rowe should be in the Hall of Fame or not. Screw them. That's my comment, okay? As Mo said this morning, <laughs> right. 1213 at 560 WQM, you know, when a guy is considering a hair replacement, I'm getting tongue-tied because every time I think about hair replacement, I think about Absolutely. the Mo Man. You don't want to look like that, do you? Does anybody? No. Oh, my goodness. That muskrat, man, is more famous than he is. You can always spot a really bad piece. How many good ones, though, go unnoticed because you don't know it's not the real thing? Charles Alfieri's designed and supplied hair systems to show business celebrities for more than 35 years. In fact, he's so infamous, he's appeared as a guest on Good Morning America, the Today Show, CBS Morning News as well, introducing his patented hair system that offers you the most amazing natural hairline system you can find. The most critical area of any hair system is the hairline, and Charlie's new skin-like hair system is 100% undetectable. It's so skin-like, it's almost like having a condom on your head. Charles Alfieri has guaranteed you is try his hair system for just a month, which is about 30, man. 30 days after a month if you don't love the way it looks and feels and smells. If you're not getting just loaded with more action than you can even handle, return it for a full refund. So what's not to like? Charlie also services and repairs existing hair system, including shampoo and trim. So don't delay. Call Charlie today and change your life forever with a great looking head of hair. Call 1-800-321-2413. Absolutely. That's 1-800-321-2413, or log on to his world-famous website, charlesalfieri.com. Live and local, here's Sports Radio 560 QAM. There was an old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow just shaking his fist at some boys who were down by the creek. Their feet in the water, their hands on their marbles and playthings, and at half past four, there came a young lady. She looked like a pretty young creature. She sat on the grass. She pulled up her dress, and she showed them her ruffles and laces and white fluffy duck. She said she was learning a new way to bring up her children so they would not spit. While the boys in the barnyard were shoveling refuse and litter from yesterday's hunt. While the girl in the meadow was rubbing her eyes at the fellow down by the dock. He looked like a man with a sizable home in the country with a big fence out front. If he asked her politely, she'd show him her little pet dog who was subject to fits. And maybe she'd let him grab hold of her small tender hands with a movement so quick. And then she'd bend over and suck on his candy so tasty made of butterscotch. And then he spread whipped cream all over her cookies that she had left out on her shelf. If you think this is dirty, you can go yourself. Come 19 at 560 WQAM. Here's one of those that we can still play. How do you like that? Great. Like it a lot. Anyway, now see, it's your fault today. It's uh, You've done a bad thing. Uh-oh. You haven't kept that leash short. You, you let me go off the deep end again and get me all whipped up into a frenzy about all this crap. What? I'm loving it. Beats that sports uh, business. You're, you see, you're loving it because uh, you're you're not the barometer of the audience. The audience out there wants a little bit of a, a few chuckles, see, like, uh, like that. Well, not sports. Forget about the sports part. But all this business about, like, changing the world and getting all bent out of shape because all these leaders are liars and thieves and crooks and gypsies and tramps. So what am I going to do about it? Well, you're not going to change the world, but it's fun to hear you pound on the desk. Who the hell's pounding on the desk? Well, you know, it's a figure of speech. 
I see. How's that? Was that the desk? That was the desk. Okay. Hey, if it wasn't, you'd probably hear <laughs> one of those. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Choices for the pool, and of course, any other fantastic information that you have to pass along. The guy that called before said, "Well, this uh, isn't about the pool. Can I discuss something?" Well, of course, of course. But you know, we never assume we're going to get those kind of calls because how many years I've been doing this? About thirty, man. Forget about that. That's why we started doing these simpleton polls every day, because otherwise, if the audience doesn't have like a one-word response to give, it's, uh, oh, we're like we're intruding on their uh, brain, on their gray matter a little bit too much, on their gay matter. Follow my drift? WQM, hello. Not there on line one. WQM, hello. Uh, did Jesse Owens make it on the list yet? No, I haven't made it on there yet. We're working on it. WQM, hello. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I got a name for your list of your female listeners can vote for, and it's not John Holmes. How about Billy Bulldike Jean King? Billy Jean King. Somebody suggested that earlier. I'll tell you the same thing I said. No. No. Why would we put Billy Jean King on there? I don't know. The, the most important athlete of the 20th century was Billy Jean. Okay, put her on there. It'll make this guy happy. Billy Bulldike Jean King, that is to you. Put her on there, Billy Jean. And then we'll have to put, uh, what's his name, Bobby Riggs and Jack okay. Riggs. Now, see, I'm just joking about that. I better say that because he'll put Bobby Riggs on there. I just know it. How about Anna Kornikova? Put Jack Riggs on there, former voice of a Hazel Park. I think Jack Riggs retired or died, one or the other. You know who Jack Riggs was? No. Good. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. This is it. How about adding Wayne Gretzky to the poll? WQM, hello. Uh, what, what about the uh, Golden Bear, Ar Arnold Palmer from Augusta? <laughs> <laughs> the Golden Bear Arnold Palmer. Woo! How about Jack Palmer? How about William Palmer? He used to drive at Pompano Park once in a while. Not too well. Five six seven oh five sixty. Put Arnold Palmer on there. Put the Golden Bear Jack Nicholas on there. Let's get a bunch of golf guys on there. So this old toad that just called a minute ago with a phony voice. Come on, let's go. Let's put him on. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. See, you know what this really proves? How what? unimportant sports really is. Yeah, it does. I mean, other than uh, Joe Newendike and Eddie Belfort, who else do we need on this list? Am I right? Who? And what about Gary Roberts too? As a matter of fact, while we're on it, don't put him on there now. I better. I have to clarify each and every one. And the audience probably wonders, why do you keep saying that? Because if I don't clarify it, right. Josh will go ahead and put it on there. What does he know? Well, you know who Gary Roberts is. Josh? No, I don't. <laughs> Suddenly I have this pounding headache. Why should he know? I have this throbbing pain in the, what do they call it, the nape of my neck? The, what do they call that? I don't know. You're on the sterns in the front. Whatever they call that. How about. Yeah, that's what they call it. I got a pain in the ass. I don't even want to go into it, okay? I mean, we got we got sports on this station, and then they hear that guy tell me about what the big. Oh! Did to me. How come I knew that? Not just the music he played there, because he couldn't finish the two minutes without that, without that crap. He evidently couldn't. Uh, he'd given away all the tickets that he had to give away. With a bunch of stupid trivia questions, and he had nothing left for two minutes, so he plays music for two minutes. Is that brutal or what? That that was our lead-in. I don't want to play Butch Boss again, Duff. 
<coughs> you idiot. But if you ever put the big oh again as a lead into the show, that little be it. At that point, at that point, you and I part company. We no longer will need our own program director on this show. If we have to be preceded by the big, oh! even if Duff had to do the show, it would have been more entertaining. Even if freaky Carlos had to do the show, at least it would have been good for a few yucks. Yuck. Yeah, yuck. That's what I'm thinking. Every time I think of freaky Carlos, that's the word that comes to my mind. Yuck. Yuck. Fat. <laughs> the big. Oh! Ooh, man, he's brutal. What are your people? No, one of your people. One of your folks, one of your silly people. No, he's not one of my people. He's a sports guy. I'm not. Oh. Sports is for idiots. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I'd like to speak to Neil. Speaking. Neil, how you doing? Pretty good. Listen, I just want to think about something here. You know, you, the, the word handholes that you're using, you might be want to be careful with that, because after all, that's where cousins come from. WQAM, Hello. Hey, Neil, this is for George. I love you, I love you, I love you. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Okay, how about uh, uh, Knut Rockney? Newt Rockney, not Knut, man. Get Knut. it right, Knut. Knut Rockney. Well, you just want to make sure Josh spells it right, okay? You got your K on there? K. Newt Rockney, Knut. most important athlete of the 20th century. Put him on there, sure. What about, uh, what's his name that loaned uh, Lou Gehrig his glove? What was his name, Josh? What's that? Wally Pip. He was a real Pip. Yeah. Lou Gehrig says, Wally, loan me your glove. And then like 3,100 games later, Wally's still sitting on the bench cooling his heels. You just, uh, you people know nothing about sports. That's, See, that, that's, what I, that's what I would love to expose on this radio station. It's supposed to be a sports station. Most of the people we got on here are sports pretenders. We got a couple of guys all they know about is gambling. Okay, that's it, gambling. And then we got a couple of guys that used to wear a jock strap and take showers together and pretend to know something about sports. When when a sports nerd, when a sports star of the future sits there and tells me he don't know who Gary Roberts is, I have to raise four eyebrows on that and say, "Holy crap!" Yeah, that too. Sports star of the future? Who are you talking about? Josh Cordes. He doesn't want to do no sports shows. Hell, he don't. He don't. He, he better change his altitude about that. He'll see how fast he'll be sitting out there in the street corner right there by Chuck's Subcenter with his thumb out. Like I said, I, I don't want to do sports. I don't want to say out of wear, but... Hey, if your carpets look like a mess, here's the answer for you, dry concepts. I've used them in my house for like uh, almost a lifetime, it seems. Many different homes over 20 years. Because about once a year, let's face it, unless you're a total slob, you want to have your carpets clean and looking just like brand new. Not just your carpets, but your area rugs, your expensive oriental rugs, your drapery, your furniture, all of these. Uh... All of these things. Right. And Dry Concepts is the best in the world at bringing your carpeting back to life because they dry clean your carpets. Nobody else knows where it does it because it's an exclusive patented method. And when they finish, your carpets look and smell lemony fresh just like brand new. And they uh, last longer, too, as a result. So here's the deal. If you want to have your carpets looking just like you spent a lot of money to put brand new on your floor just a couple of days ago, this is the way to do it without spending all that cash. And speaking of cash, don't forget two things. Number one, they give you a written guaranteed price before they start the job. And number two, when you call Dry Concepts, just ask them, please put me on your standby list, which means you can save another 15% off the already unbeatable price of their fantastic job. Call Dry Concepts today. You'll never be disappointed. Call toll-free 1-800-248-5071. 1-800-248-5071 or log on to their website, dryconcepts.com. My, my, my.
and local. This is Sports Radio 560. I'm a sports watcher, looking at the sky. My, oh my. I'm a sports watcher. I'm a sports watcher. Rack them. Look, they're patting their butts now. Oh. Since I was a boy, I threw away my dollhouse toys. When I saw my first game, I got a swell then will confess, they privately wear a dress, watching ESPN in this night. I'm a sports watcher. All right. I'm a sports watcher. Look at the size of his balls. I'm a sports watcher. I'm a sports watcher. Look at that hair button now. to listen to sports radio all day and hear macho sports talk. What's the overhead pressure? Is that underwear? What's over my underwear? Come 32 at 560 WQAM. So we got a real problem now, evidently, starting with somebody we all know and hate. Absolutely. You think? We have a problem? Or he's got a problem. It's a zero-tolerance policy as last time I heard from the Beasley people. Oh, zero that's tolerance. Problem. That's the problem we're talking about. You didn't get I'm a double standard memo. Oh, is there? Well, that's right. That's a sports show. I forgot about that. So they can say uh, GD right. and uh, all these other things. Probably don't even have to say scrum bag. Because there's no passion involved. Or duke bag. Oh, is that what it is? That's the uh, defining thing? Right. The Catholic defense. They're not passionate about I'm it. I'm listening. It was just a mechanical act. <laughs> and if you've ever heard Mo, believe me, it sounds either mechanical or wooden or maybe both of these things. Anyway, it's just a, one of them. I just mentioned in passing. And, of course, the caller could have just made that up. I don't think the Mo Man, a refined, dignified uh, New Yorker like him, would, would just slip it out, you know, blurt it out. No. Motorist who hit Tudor going to prison on violation. Remember Tilly Tudor? Sure do. Scott Campbell got the break of his life, probation, no jail time, no conviction, three years ago, after knocking 83-year-old Tilly Tudor into a sweltering swamp and leaving her for dead. Oi! Tuesday, he got no mercy, meaning yesterday. Campbell, 24, was sentenced to four years in prison, nearly the maximum, for violating his probation by allegedly driving drunk in Miami in December, an episode that saw him hit a moving car. Along with the prison sentence, he received a blistering lecture from Paul Backman, the Broward Circuit judge who decided on leniency the last time Campbell faced him. The reality is you were getting away with murder, Backman said Tuesday. You had nothing but bright lights ahead. You made me a promise that you would never come back. You got the break of a lifetime. It was handed to you on a silver platter. You didn't polish it. You let it tarnish. Part of me wants to put you away and toss the key, is what the judge be saying. In the August 2000 incident that made national headlines, Campbell hit Tilly Tudor, a Pembroke Pines grandmother who is now 87, knocking her Toyota off I-595 into a mangrove swamp. I remember it like it was only yesterday. Sure. At the time, he told police he didn't notice that any car had plummeted from the elevated highway. He said he thought he was in a single-car accident. But Tudor spent three days trapped in her car, staying alive on gum, 
cough drops and rainwater that she caught in her steering wheel cover. And maybe a little bit of effort seeped through into that, too. It can't be all bad. Although his probation prohibited traveling outside Broward County, Broward! Campbell drove to Miami in December. When arresting officers asked him to take a breathalyzer test, he said, uh-uh, he refused. Both were confident that he uh, had been drinking. Officers said they were afraid to light a match near Campbell because he reeked so bad of alcohol. Prosecutor Greg Rossman said they were afraid to light a match, which means either he had a lot of booze on his breath or maybe he made that sound that we can't make anymore on here. That might have been it. In 2002, Tudor was supportive of giving a second chance to Campbell, and she even hugged him in the courtroom. Tudor was not in court yesterday, although her name was brought up repeatedly. There should be mercy in the justice system. Everyone believed Campbell was remorseful. Tilly Tudor believed he was remorseful, Rossman said. But here we are because he turned his back on mercy. Campbell told Backman he was drinking with the same friend he caroused with around the time of the Tudor incident. I think enough of the tootin', don't you? No question. Enough of the tootin' already. My God, how many chances does he get? <laughs> enough of the tootin'. Five six seven oh five sixty. How about Kevin Wallace? Okay. How about Hervé Fillion? Hervé Villachez. Kurt Flood. I think we already got Kurt Flood, don't we? I don't think there are that many important sports figures in the 20th century because basically they got about ten names and they just keep repeating the same ones over and over again. Like I said, this ain't no... And it's good. You should be pleased with this. Maybe? Because if we had a zillion different names, you'd say, oh, well, the sports must be very important. There just yeah. aren't that many sports I'd, people I'd who are all that. that important, okay? So that's a good thing. It's a bad thing for me because I keep punching up the phone. They keep saying Jesse Owens. So let's put him on there then already. Jesse Owens? Yeah. How about Jack Moiseev? The most important athlete of the 20th century was. No athletes are important. 187 of you say that. Jackie Robinson, 131. Muhammad Ali, 87. Baby Ruth, 63. Jesse Owens. Oh, Jesse Owens is on there, 57. Oh, how do you get on there? Michael Jordan's got about 30, man. Dan Marino, 19. Lance Armstrong, 13. The Tigers got 12. And Pele's got 12. <coughs> Bobby Orr and Wayne Gretzky are tied with six apiece. We got no hockey people out there in South Florida. You got a hockey team with no hockey people. Does that make any sense? No. No, it's sad. It's very sad. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Ray, boom, boom, Mancini. <laughs> How about Henry Mancini? Oh, left him off the other day, you know what? Damn it. Did he do all the music for the Pink Panther movies? Yes. WQAM, hello. Hello. And New River, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yes, sir. Uh, don't forget Jim Thorpe. Oh, yeah. Well, let's put Jim Thorpe on there. You got it? WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Yeah, can I speak to Neil? Speaking. Neil. Yes. Uh, Jack LaLanne. Oh, yeah. He's pretty athletic. Love that blender of his, though. Doesn't he do the one with the blender, or is that somebody else? That's a juicy man, isn't it? No, 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 that's a different one, the juicy man. Oh, can't get no more athletic than him. By the way, the juicy man just turned 41. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Jay Fiedler, baby. But he's got even better eyebrows than Andy Rooney, the uh, juicy man. Haven't seen him in a long time. Maybe he died. Maybe a little bit too much juice. WQAM, hello. That was uh, Nicole's problem. QAM, hello. You got Kurt Flubber, you're missing the other big free agent guy, Joe Namath. Oh, Joe, uh, Willie Joe, okay. <laughs> He's having a few problems these days. Thank you, sir. Get Joe Namath on there. Now, what do we do with that uh, drought? Oh, here it is. Joe, it's been a tough season for Jet fans. 
What does it mean to you now when the team is struggling? I want to kiss you. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. Struggling. I want to kiss you. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. Huge compliment. Joe Namath, part of the Ford Big Game team. We'll see these guys at halftime. Wow. Now, you know what? She's doing the same thing that I'm always telling Josh not to do, but he does it anyway. She's talking through her teeth. You want to hear that? Now, listen to her carefully in the beginning. Joe, it's been a tough season for Jet fans. Joe, it's been a tough season for Jet fans. No wonder he was, like, puking all over her, you see? I mean, the fact that he was liquored up a little bit may have been a little part of it. But she was talking through her. She had her clenched teeth. Maybe because she couldn't stand the uh, the stench breath. That might have been it. That could have been. A little bit of that boozing and losing and cruising. Willie Joe Namath, baby. There he is. Uh, pretty boring guy at this stage. Plus, illiterate. That'd be a good poll. Who's the most illiterate jock of all time? White. Terry Bradshaw. Joe Namath. What, you want help from me on this? Yeah. Or, or Josh. Inarticulate white guy, athlete. Oh, I know. I got one. Maybe the winner. Joe Dagiola. Get a check. You don't remember Joe Garagiola, huh? Yeah, right. What? I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about Josh. He's oh, the sports no, expert I, I, there at QAM. You don't remember know. Joe Garagiola? No. Holy moly. And what about Dizzy Dean? <laughs> wow, you are just so out of touch. No, no it's just, it, it breaks my heart. I mean, if you were working yeah, like on a, real, on, on, a, on a real radio station that cared about things other than just stupid ball games, then I'd say, hey, more power to you. you got room in your brain for something important, you know, like getting laid or something like that. But, I mean, you've got to clutter up your mind with a lot of useless stuff, like uh, Georgia City and, George, and Ray Crunk and Ray Stein and Gordon Norris and Charlie Norris, Jr. Can you imagine what a, how much I could know about history and about the whole world if I could right. clear out all of the, just the harness racing names? Forget about hockey, all the other useless stuff I got. All the harness racing names and trivia that I have in my brain. I think there's an operation they do. I think the big, you know who needs it? Oh! The big O, he needs it. The trivia man. The Mike Spindell of QAM. Mr. Trivia. If I find out that he's going to be on again tomorrow morning, you're doing the show. I'll tell you that right now. I don't want to, like, make idle threats. Although we have a short show. Like I said, a Friday morning, I find out he's going to be on. I, I just had the feeling, even though I didn't hear uh, hardly any of what he was doing, but when I heard that music, what was it he was playing again? He was playing Happy Trails by Van Halen. Oh! Oh, my God, that's enough to make me want to blow somebody's brains out. Somebody whose name ends in... Oh! Yeah, begins and ends in... Oh! Spring to the savings right now and save like never before. That also ends in O on a new car truck from Armstrong Toyota of Homestead. They're on US-1, 20 minutes south of the 836, and it's worth the drive down there because they're going to save you so much cash. They're going to save you thousands and thousands on great new Toyotas. Check out these great lease deals waiting for you right as I speak. An 04 Camry or 4Runner, just 269 a month for 48 months. How about an 04 Highlander, just 309 a month? Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in the U.S. of A., just 179 a month for 48 months? These are just some of the great savings going on right now at Armstrong Toyota of Homestead. General Manager David Fat Rich and his staff will do whatever it takes to put you in a great new Toyota today. So experience for yourself the difference when you do your car shopping at Armstrong Toyota of Homestead. They're locally owned and operated, committed to 100% customer satisfaction, too. Their service department's even open for you late to late weeknights to make sure they get it all done for you. Easy to find them. They're right in the corner of U.S. 1293rd Street in Homestead, just 20 minutes south of the 836. And listen carefully to this. Armstrong Toyota of Homestead offers you free tires, batteries, and replacement parts for the life of your vehicle. That's right. Tires, batteries, and free parts for life. Nobody nowhere else does that. 
So please don't waste your time with those big, fancy, schmancy mega car dealers and giants who give you the big song to dance and then let you down. Do the smart thing. Do your shopping at Armstrong Toyota of Homestead. Call the GM David Rich right now for an unbeatable deal. Call 305-242-3247. 305-242-3247. Drive a little and save a ton on that great new Toyota today at Armstrong Toyota of Homestead. What just happened there? I don't know. Oh, you know what it is? <laughs> That's what it was. Live and local. This is 560. The radio's all yours now. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? This is the crew, and we're talking hardball on 560 WQAM. Call me, homie. Right here at 567 H-O-O-5-6-R. Call me, homie. Let's be talking to Steve in Miami. Steve, you're with me, Warren Kamati. Well, Crow, what do the Marlins have to do to win the World Series this year? Oh, that's an easy one, Steve. They got to swing the bat, hit the ball, hit some strikes. Remember, the game of baseball is 50% hitting. Mm, that's almost half. 50% fielding, 50% pitching, and 25% managing. But, Crow, that's 175%. What? Don't you be questioning me. What you be, isn't it? Be what? Ignorant! Ignorant, I said! You be ignorant! Well, no, I'm not ignorant. Boy, I play professional baseball in a third world country against men half my size! Did you? Well, actually, I. Not even there! I played in. Not even there! Are you gonna. Not even there! Call me, homie! I'm the crow! Out at gate G! Elemental B! 1248 at 560 WQM. We got the Mad Dog at 2. All right. The Humper at uh, 4. <laughs> and then we got Marlins pregame at 630, game time 705. Uh, I'd rather hear the crow from 8 to 10 than the big. Oh! You know why? Because at least he's funny. Okay. In a very sick, twisted way. Now, seriously, at least you can laugh and you can hear how uh, what a goofball he is. And he smells pretty. Yeah, With the does. big. Oh! Oh, man. He's just is. He's the. Again, not personal. This is only business, okay? Don't take it personal, Orlando. But it's just, uh, he's not ready for prime time. Awful. And if he's going to be on there again tomorrow giving away tickets, then I'm taking a few weeks off. Now, you, and again, I don't want to complain, but I think following him and hearing that song, that awful thing that went on and on for two minutes at the end of the show this morning, that, that set me off on the wrong footing. I've just never been able to recover. So I don't want to sound like I'm whining, but getting this email that I just got, this will show you what I'm saddled with, although you know you've had your own experience. Okay. Norma Kent. Norma Kent, professional faggot. What are you laughing about? He sends me an email about, uh, you, you could never guess what this is about in a million years. Well, you just gave us a hit. Yeah, well, it's something like that. Yeah. Pride Day with the Blue Jays. Now, the Toronto Blue Jays have lost 10 of their first 13 games, which equals the worst start in team history. They're an absolute joke. They stink. They blow, if I can say that in this context. I better not. Uh... And he sends me an email. Now, the Maple Leafs last night just won their series in an exciting seventh game against Ottawa, four games to three, with a four-to-one win last night right over here at the Air Canada Center. They were honking the horns and going nuts here till one, two o'clock in the morning. And he's, he sent me about some fag baseball day. Norma, stop being a professional faggot, okay? Go elope with Charlie Christ or somebody. Get out of my face. God, Jesus Christ. Uh, Christ. On Friday, June 25th, the song Take Me Out to the Ball Game will have a whole new meeting. It's the first Pride Day with the Blue Jays. Come join the gay and lesbian. i got news for it. The gay and lesbian community in Toronto is going to that game. They better have about 3 million seats. Like I said, about 10 million seats. 
Friends, family, and community supporters of all ages are welcome to cheer as the Blue Jays take on the Montreal Expos. Oh, my God. Here's what they're doing and all this other pro professional faggot. That's all you are, Norma. All these people are dying all over the world. All you can think about is some stupid-ass baseball game, and they're inviting a bunch of fags to come out as if there aren't enough there every day anyway. Any place you got more than 100 people in Toronto, I'll tell you right now, at least 50 of them are fags. So what are you talking about? Including some of the players. God. Excuse me for getting worked up about that, but that, that's typical of what I deal with with him. That, that's where his mind is. I mean, the professional Jews and the professional Cubans and the professional fags. Get a life, will you please? I have no life. God, think about something besides faggery. No. Man, how about straight day at the ballpark? Wouldn't that be great? You're gay. <laughs> Man, what's that one uh, bit we got? Where the hell is it? Which Which oh, here it is. It's a special day here at Disney World when the screaming gays keep the rest of the girls in the closet no more. That's what gay day is for. It's a gay day after all. Oh, that's enough. Man. Don't you think that, you know, as you go through life, you have to have a, kind of like a variety of interests? Yeah, well, normally, normal people do. Norma? Normally? Normal, I didn't know. Normal I didn't know she had a middle name. It's Norma Lee Kent. Yeah. I didn't know that up till now. Sister Peggy. Norma Lee Kent. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line here on your fag station for the new millennium. Or even a receptionist is a screaming fruitcake. WQM. Hello. Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle's a good choice. How come nobody put him on there, huh? The first Jewish ball player, Mickey Mendel. Paul, hosted by Rip Taylor and RuPaul. <laughs> 5670560, pound 560 on the 18th. How come nobody put on there Ernie Banks? Huh? I give up. Well, Ernie Banks, you got it? Take it to the banks. It. A lot of people that are on this list who oh, definitely ought to be. In fact, just take a look at the fact that Jim Brown's only got, I mean, he probably, I don't care what anybody says about Gail Sayers or Walter Payton or anybody. There ain't no, and so so he's a scrum bag. We can't help that. He's had issues, as they say. How many votes has he got, Jim? Three votes, three freaking votes out of uh, 717. That goes to show what you're what you're dealing with in this town. And these are supposed to be sports people <laughs> on a sports station, and Jim Brown's got three votes. Man, oh man, alive! What's the use, you know? WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, John sir. United. Johnny, Johnny United. U. Number 19, Johnny United. There you go. Put him down there. Johnny U. Who had that same stupid look on his face as Peyton Manning, by the way. Now, at least Josh knows who Peyton Manning is. Yeah. There, there. That's good. Now you're starting to move in the right direction. Now, what about Sandy Peyton? You know who that is? Sandy Peyton? <laughs> oh, come on. Let me give you a little hint. Have a nice day. See, there she is. Sandy Peyton. Lovely lady. Anyway, you want to know about her. She's a real bitch. That's what uh, Cheryl... Well, no, Cheryl was the only one who liked her over there, right? And by the way, don't call me anymore, Cheryl. Leave me alone. Backstabber. Business where I'd love to know what it was that she got in return for that, getting me to sign a contract with Bob Green with no agent. Boy, you talk about dumb. I, and I'll admit it. I am dumb. When it came to getting uh, signed out with Ed Mitch Hirsch, I was a moron. A total uh, moron. idiot. Handing over my money to some uh, axe murderer like him or whatever the hell he is. And then the same thing with uh, Sandy Payton and Bob Green. 
and her good close friend Cheryl. Your friend, your good buddy. Yeah. Cheryl Rifkin Schwartz, a ween, whatever her name is this week. Don't bug me anymore, Cheryl. You broke my heart. You just broke my heart. And then when I said to Bob Green, I, you know, uh, take care of George. You know, see, again, my, my stupidity, because I took his word for it. He took care of you all right. Uh-huh. Stuck his foot right in your... Back him. Right. Bob Green, you know, Bob, I don't know what your story is, man, but uh, loan me a couple of million dollars, I'll get out of your hair. WQAM, hello. Hey, Dio, what's with the phone? Oh, this isn't a sports show. No. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hello? Yes, sir. Bill? Yes? How about Sandy Koufax? Sandy Koufax, let's get some Jews on here. Oh, All right. Hey. Sandy Koufax, one of the all-time greats, had a tremendous impact, especially when he wouldn't uh, pitch on the high holidays, which pissed off a lot of Goyam. Well, that's the way it goes. I wonder if their guys would have pitched on Easter Sunday, huh? Probably would. Yeah. You think? Definitely. Well, I don't know what I don't care. Really Let me just say it again. All you kids that might be listening out there, like on your uh, Sony Walkmans at school, I just want to tell you right now, the religious people are the dangerous people. When you see one of them anywhere near you, run like crazy, okay? Call 911-411. Call anybody. Call a cop. Well, some of them are pretty dangerous, too. Call for help. Don't call a priest, then. No, like I said, when you see any of them anywhere near you, when you see the priest coming, well, I don't want to go into that. <laughs> pound 5670560. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Well, I'm going to tell you something. It's just a, it's a lost cause, you know what? Yeah. It's like farting upstream. It's just almost impossible. Trying to like get through the Huh? Time to start a new colony, like on Mars. or. I think I'm missing something here. I'm looking ahead to the next hour. and I, Oh, I see what it is. Okay, I'll take care of that. I'm just getting organized for that big one to two hour, you know? You know how it is. Sure. In fact, I've already got last hour's last page of the log off properly. Not that I'm in a big hurry. No, listen, see, I got spoiled. I'll never recover from that one day, the day that we had the Marlin game at Woo. noon. That was opening day, right? Like we that. had the pregame festivity start at noon. Two hour show, and I said to myself, all right, all right. this is where it's at. This is living, baby. As far as this four-hour crap, that's where they can stick it. We are Sports Radio 560, QAM. Oh, boy, it's the one to two hour. Hi, I'm Christopher Lowe. And I'm Jim Rowe. Join us for the entire month of April as the History Channel salutes Gay History Month. An in-depth look into the closet of famous fangs that's sure to raise an eyebrow. Famous people like, I don't know, Tom Cruise, Tyrone Tower, Cary Grant. Randolph Scott, Nancy Palmer, Matt Rudd, Peter Frampton. Well, he was British. <laughs> that doesn't count. Not to mention self-hating fags like Bill McCarthy and Trent Lott. Trent Lott, sure. He was a pom-pom girl in college, you know. Oh. Drop the soap. Drop the soap. And over! Don't stand near the window on you too, then. You could be such a bit sometimes. Don't you think I look pretty? Of course I do. Oh, and I'll be here darkest. Find out who floats and who don't. April is Gay History Month, only on the History Channel. It's a minute after one at 560 WQM, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Ah. I do like that, uh, Norma Lee. As a matter of fact, I can think of a bit right now for Boca Brian. You know that we got Goodbye Norma Jean? Right. Goodbye Norma Lee. I can, I can hear it almost in my head right now. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How are you doing? Pretty good, sir. I got one for you. Duke Wanamoko. 
Okay, great. WQM, hello. Yeah, hey, how you doing? Pretty good. Um, I was thinking, how about Jessica Simpson for a beaded curtain request? Sure, send a picture. We'll put it right on there. No, okay. I don't. I'm looking for a picture. <laughs> I, was hey, you are. You, I was hoping you could find one. I can't find one. <laughs> Oh, there it is. Okay, that was it. That was the. Uh, oh, you got one, George. Just uh, he just yeah. waved his magic wand, and just like there she is, she yeah. just popped right out of nowhere. Now, if I could just cut and paste it from my imagination to the computer, we'll be. You have it, no problem at all. Nick will send it to you. I'll uh, work it out with him. Somebody QM. Hello. How about those Toronto Maple Leafs, baby? Yeah, they're doing it, pal. Uh, you got nothing like a seven-game series in the first round. Holy crap! Are the Flyers going to hand it to him or what? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Too bad. Thanks for no love. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. He would know Gary Roberts from um, Mary Roberts. One of them things. Just uh, it's, it's like talking a foreign language in that town. WQAM. Hello. Yes. Hello. Yes, sir. Is this WQAM? This is WQAM, the world famous Neil Rogers show, sir. Did you call the wrong number? No, no, I called the right number. I was going to say I don't know if you heard. Uh, got Sugar Ray Robinson on there yet? No, we don't, but we got him on there right now. You can throw on Willie Mays if you want. Well, Sugar Ray Robinson and Willie Mays, we'll put them both on there. How's that? We'll put them on your head. Got him? Got him. Sugar Ray Robinson and Willie Mays. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Marvel line. The most important athlete of the twentieth century was. Now, no athletes are important. We knew, we knew that would win because there's a lot of negative people out there like George. I didn't vote for it. Jackie Robinson, 145. Muhammad Ali, 96. Baby Ruth, 70. Jesse Owens. Let's put him on there. He's got 61. Good idea. Michael Jordan, 38. Danny Marino, 21. Pele, 15. Lance Armstrong, 14. Tigers Wood, 12. Jim Thorpe, 11. OJ's got 10. Well, I'll tell you one thing. The water Nazi and Screwan must be real busy back there. Wayne Gretzky, 7, Bobby Orr, 6, Roberto Clemente, 4, Joe Montana, 4, Jim Brown's only got 3. I just, it's just, you know, just throw your arms up in despair and say, what's the use? All right, they're up there. Until payday. Who's up there? My arms. I'll keep them there. WQAM, hello. Charlie Hoff. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Now, Neil, in all sincerity, i got a name for your list. Uh, is, is Arthur Ash on there? He's on there. Arthur's ass is on there. Ah, he is. And my suggestion is stay away from Arthur's ass. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. There you go, normally. There's one for you. WQAM. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. The other day I was listening and I heard you and George combine to say the words hair and pie pretty close together. Yeah, but Don't there was a, there was a gap. There was a gap. Accident. Don't you yeah. think that was a little coarse? The language and the language too. It's a golf course. Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Call up Mo and complain about it, okay? Absolutely. He's got his own baggage now, his own uh, damn baggage. <laughs> man, I cannot believe that the old man is slipping there in the morning. See, I leave town and right off, right away, he's starting to like uh, regress. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you, Uncle Neil? I'm sensational. Listen, I, I have a, you know that little bleep you make when you, uh, you're gonna say a bad word? Yeah, well, put that one. Oh. Unfortunately, my car, that's the same noise that it makes when there's something wrong with the engine. And I've been driving, uh, exactly, I'm going crazy. 
can you can you find us something else to change it to there, Uncle Neil? No, get a, get a new car, man. When your car starts making those kind of sounds, time to dump the old thing, okay? Just ditch it. Five six seven oh five sixty oh. There's Sodom, man. The tribunal takes shape for the trial of Sodom, and he's going to be interviewed tonight by Soledad O'Brien on CNN Worldwide. Don't you think? Ought to be. She's a real heavyweight. She is now, and she preggered. I I don't know, and I couldn't care less. Oh no, there's Salam Chalabi, the leader hey. of the Sodom Tribunal. This guy happens to be, I, I, he's either the nephew or the brother-in-law or the kissing sister of Ahmed Chalabi. Mm -hmm. And this guy is going to be the heading up the tribunal to try Saddam Hussein. I don't want to say like the fix is in. Right. Of course, they should fry his ass. That goes without saying. But, I mean, uh, there's an awful lot of Chalabis running around, you know. Chalupas and Chalabis. Charles says, why are you doing this poll? Oh, this is not, uh, this is not, this is the same. Jerry trying a new deal, you know, a little squiggly Jerry. Trying something new with a different name, a new font, a whole new deal. Same old tired crap. Bye-bye. Little little whiner. He even, got, he even got to you this time. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. I want to talk to Neil. Speaking. Neil. About yeah. Levon Hernandez. I love you, Miami. No. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty WQM. Hello. How you doing today, sir? Pretty good. Can I make a request, please? Sure, whatever you want. I like to listen to the uh, Star Wars Cantina, unless you guys can't play that anymore. How come we can't play it? That's play I don't the know. whistle. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, nowadays it's just something. Yeah, you can, you can never, know. you can never be sure. We'll exactly. listen very carefully, though. Exactly. Take a listen closely, man. <laughs> Oh, it's just that guy's college. Her name was Leia. She was a princess. With a Danish on each ear. And our day is drawing near. So our two dishes. Found Ben Kenobi. Obi-Wan. He'd have to put the Death Star plans into the Rebellion's hands. So Luke and Obi-Wan had to get to Alderaan. So they stopped into Mos Eisley to have a drink with Han at the Star Wars.
Jabba had bad hygiene. Why didn't they all just relax back on Tatooine at the Star Wars, Star Wars Cantina? The weirdest creatures you've ever seen at the Star Wars, Star Wars Cantina. Music and blasters and old Jedi masters at the Star Wars. The boss will be with you. Okay, that killed some time. Thanks very much for requesting that. That was very pleasant. Yeah, man. By the way, uh, and I'm sure some of the Kerry people, oh, gee, you hear what Neil was saying? Now he's turning on John Kerry. I'm going to vote for him 50 times. Maybe at least. Stop right. turning, man. Yeah, but I'm just, uh, he's very disappointing so far. Because under the present circumstances, even with the stupidity of the American public and with the brainwashing they get from the news media, even with all of these things, he ought to be, what, 15, 20 points ahead at the very least? Ought to be. You would think, especially with the body count rising every day in Iraq and all the grotesque things going out of hand and all these hearings going on, all the li- Oh, and you do understand that Bush and Cheney are going to be testifying before 9-11 committee in private in the White House and not under oath. Together. Together. They're oh, going to be holding oh, hands. Yeah, he, right. he does that a lot, like Prince Abdullah. That's right. But they're not going to be testifying under oath. Now, of course, even if they raise their hands and put their hands on the Bible, uh, they would still lie through their teeth. But now they can say, oh, well, we had to, uh, we had to like, hedge the truth because of national security or some crap like that. Not yeah. under oath. I just mentioned that in passing. And there I go. See, I'm getting off the, I'm getting off the uh, topic again. I'm getting real whipped up about that crap. Nothing I can do about it. Other than vote a few times. Twelve minutes after one at 560 WQN, you've been hearing me talk about Dial a Mattress and their spectacular customer service that when you call 1-800-MATT, you'll still speak with an expert betting consultant <clears throat> who will answer your questions give you the customer service you deserve. And that's all true. The Dollar Mattress Commitment Service recently caught the attention of the Better Business Bureau Dollar Mattress has been part of the South Florida community for over 12 years. Their main office is in the Northeast, where they've earned the coveted Touch of Ex- uh, Torch. Touch this. The Torch of Excellence Award for 2004 from the Boston Better Business Bureau. And this award is given annually to a company that embodies the Better Business Bureau's values of honesty, integrity, and ethics in the marketplace, like Fat Boy. To receive this award is particularly impressive for Dollar Mattress to win because they don't even have any stores. And 1-800-MATTRESS wants you to know that one criteria in judging the award was truth in advertising. You can rest assured, you can bet Fat Boy's life on it, that the things I've been telling you about Dial Mattress are absolutely, positively, 100% correct. So pick up that phone right now and call 1-800-MATTRESS and get the whole truth and nothing but the truth about brand name betting. I've been using them for years, and I'm one of their many happy customers. And you know, if you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll be happy too. That's Dial Mattress, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or log on to their website, mattress.com. Dial a Mattress, the honest way to get you a great night's sleep for years to come. Just tell me what your problem is. All right. Oh, my God.
The mask of death stretched across the bones of his face. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no argument. Yeah. But at any rate, I hope he butches up, and I hope uh, he surprises me. I hope the convention just really invigorates him and uh, all this other stuff. Yeah, I hope he butches up, too. By the way, you see the Heinz company, you know, his wife, Teresa. Teresa? Teresa. Uh, his wife, Teresa Heinz, uh, is, of course, the heir to the fortune of the, And the, the, the uh, Heinz company is uh, donating to Bush. I did not Here's, know that. Well, now you know it. They're supporting the Bushmeister. Ah. But let's hope Kerry can catch up. Arr, that was bad. Arr. At any rate, I don't want to turn on John Kerry, but just the fact is, uh, so far, he's been, no matter what the issue is, whether it's Iraq, whether it's, uh, you name it, weak, the, the Israel thing, he's a panderer, is what he is. Of course, they all are, but, I mean, he just uh, over the top. Let's bring back Howard Dean, okay? All is forgiven, Howie. Come on back. What do you say? Don't you think? Can't wait. We're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma oh. and Arizona and North Dakota. About and 30, man. We're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Now, see, he was more animated in that one speech, and he was trying to scream over the crowd, as we know. But he was more animated in the one speech right. than Kerry's been the whole time. And he said real things. Right. Concrete things. He didn't just say the things that were politically correct all right. the time, which is the reason he ain't going to be the candidate. He right. kind of, like, stepped out of line, stepped on a lot of toes, said things that... And then, and then the media kept saying, well, gee, he really is going to be in a lot of trouble for saying that. Why? Because it was the truth. Oh, I see. That's it. Just like when they captured Sodom and he said that we were no safer. Uh, I mean, that was he was right on, man. As the Brits say, he was spot on. He had his thumb right on it. When they captured Sodom and tried to give us a big song to dance about. Oh, what do you know? Oh, we're fine. Yeah. Right. Tell that to all the people who have died since we captured Sodom. That's why they got to put on the kid. That's going to be the next headline on CNN. Chaos in Iraq. You know, <laughs> that, that's what it's going to be. I'm telling you. Instead of Operation Iraqi Freedom or whatever it was, and Mission Iraq, next week it'll be chaos in Iraq. Chaos all over the freaking world. Because this bozo we got in there and his neocons, this, uh, the God Squad and the, uh, the Con Squad. Which, is there any difference between the God Squad and the Con Squad? No, no same people. Here's another uh, nutcase. Gun found in Congressman's carry-on bag. A U.S. congressman was briefly detained at a Kentucky airport Tuesday after authorities found a loaded gun in his bag at a screening checkpoint, authorities said. He said, if it's good enough, what the hell was the name of the uh, Oklahoma coach? Come on, how could I have a brain fart on that? Come on, help me out, Josh. What, the Sooners coach? Yeah. Bob Stoops. I had the... Who? Bob Stoops. No, not now. I'm talking about the great all-time uh, Oklahoma coach that had the gun in his bag at the airport. Oh my God! Does this does this child know anything? 
Wow. And the important things, not that. No, the important stuff is uh, Barry Switzer. Barry Switzer. Now, aren't you embarrassed you forgot that? Sorry. See, I have an excuse. I'm a doddering old fart, but you have no excuse. Sure he does. He's got a life. Uh, that's no excuse. I have no life. Get with it. Representative John Hostetler, Republican of Indiana, completely forgot he had the gun in his bag as he prepared to take a U.S. scareways flight to Washington for the first day of work after a two-week recess. I guess he must have a recess in his head. A Homeland Security Department official said Hostetler had a loaded 9mm Glock pistol in his bag at Louisville International Airport. The congressman said he didn't know the gun was in the bag and apologized. Well, that's okay as long as he apologized, right? Just like Arnold sure. apologized to all those broads that he groped. The gropinator. Although, he, if he gets elected, he's going to look into it. <laughs> into what? That was... And again, the media puts that on the air like it's a legitimate answer to a question, okay? Oh, I'm not going to get bogged down with that now. I have to worry about the election. But if I'm elected, after, after the election, I'll look into all of those things. And then the election came and he wins in a landslide. And did you look into it? No. Uh, forget about it is what he said. How do you like that? Huh. After all of that, he says... Forget about it. Yeah. Ever see him and Mo together? No. Five six seven oh five sixty same barber pound five sixty on the AT and T. In fact, he's the Terminator. Mo is a terminal. In fact, speaking of being terminated, that thing we heard about this morning, that rumor didn't sound too good. We got a zero tolerance policy, Mo. Absolutely. Zero tolerance. That don't mean you get a few slip ups. You know, no screw ups. I'd like to know what the Robert and Zach are doing in there together while all this stuff is going on now. I'd like to know what the hell those two are doing besides eating. Besides eating free food. WQAM. Hello. Hey Neil, how's it going? Pretty great. All right, on Saturday, I just want to let you know that on Saturday I was um I delivered medical equipment. I was on my way to work and I was um I was in a bad mood and the crow started his show off with that bit that you have of yeah. him and that made my day. It was so funny and he you know, actually gets it. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't get mad. He is actually down to earth. You know, so everybody. Manny Ramirez, how about you and me? Trobe, the meeb, the blob. Okay? There, there you go. I guarantee the big O never said anything as entertaining as that. Yeah, you know, he's funny. He's, he's just a, you know, he's a good time to listen to. I spend an hour on the road just listening to him laughing, you know. Right, he's a, he's a he panic said. as long as you don't take him seriously. When right, because he, could. he you thinks did. he's serious. Right. But you really can't take him serious, you know. Exactly. And also, um, we are much safer here in the United States now that, that they're gone, you know. But when the smoke settles, we're going to see what's going to happen then. Now that, who, now that who's gone? Saddam. We're much safer? We're much safer here. That's word on the street. That we're much safer in the United States. That, that's the word on the streets? Yes, word on the street. That's what they're saying. Who's they? The, the dumb people that I speak to that are the so-called Republicans and are bush lickers, you know what oh, I'm saying? I see. Well, I, I thought for a minute you know, we were being serious. I thought maybe you had a brain fart and listened to the Okay, thanks a lot, Pally. Calm down. He's just too worked up. Did you understand what he was talking about? What? He was being sarcastic. He was just yeah. saying, but I thought he was speaking cereal. I, I don't know. Too much of that crow, man, make your brain rot. I, but I cereal. still say, when we have an emergency feeling like that, drag out the crow. Marlins are hot. That's the thing in town everybody's talking about right now. But, I mean, the big... Oh, oh no. Just In fact, that's even Nancy Reagan once told me. Just say no to the big... Oh. That's what she said. Remember that? Something like that. In fact, she said, once upon a time, he tried to borrow that little red dress. Five six seven oh five sixty. I just this morning what he did to us was just uh, it was criminal. There are people on death row for lesser crimes than what he did to us. I don't think I we have any. And I didn't even know he was on. I know nothing about it. You know this muffmeister. She is really slipping lately. I don't know what her story is. She comes in there, but it be but it be talking about everything but what's going on for real. You know. 
What's going on for real? I mean, we got our own program director, but she don't even tell us what the hell is uh, who's on and who's on first and what's going on with Joe Rose and where the hell is Joe Mama and all this other stuff today. What's going on over there, Muff? Jesus, God, I mean, I would think that even though he's making like about 50 cents an hour right now after we had that budget cut back, I think that at least he'd be on top of these things. Want to keep me posted of all people because you know how cranky I get when I find out these bad surprises. You know what I mean? What difference does it make? It doesn't. It just kills some time. Oh, yeah, good. WQAM, hello. I can see Neil, please. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes. How about the mad dog, Jim Mandich? No. Somebody tried that before and we said... All right. No. The most important athlete of the 20th century. Maybe in uh, from the most important athlete of the 20th century from Solon, Ohio, I would have to say... Absolutely. Right. Remember Solon Pick, driven by Joe Marsh Jr., Trotter? Oh, yeah. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, you don't know what you're saying. Yeah. Because you're an ugly moron. Okay, thank you. There's the moron guy again. Moron. Thank you. And thanks for listening to the Neil Rogers Show every day, by the way. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the 18th. Very creative, by the way. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Just like his uh, his voice. I have no life. Oh, is that it? 26 after 1 at 560 WQAM. Have you been putting off that home improvement dream because you're afraid of a nightmare like some of our callers? Well, then sweet dreams are waiting for you because Design Concept Builders is the answer that you'll be looking for. Design Concept Builders has been one of the top home remodelers in South Florida since 1983 for the following reasons. They're 100% customer satisfaction with their no-excuses policy. I'm getting choked up just thinking about it. They refuse to have an unhappy customer. They offer quality work at a fair price and Design Concept Builders exclusive five-year labor warranty. So why take the risk of a nightmare on your new addition, whether it's a kitchen, bathroom, windows, any other project? Call the folks you can count on, Design Concept Builders, at 954-718-6766. Find out more about them on the web at their website, designconceptbuilders.com. Financing is available with no payments for six months with approved credit. You can also get you a 10% discount on all your remodeling through the end of this month of April, only with our friends at Design Concept Builders. Like I said, the website, designconceptbuilders.com, or make that call today and get a stupendous job at a fair price every time. Call 954-718-6766. Live, live, and local. Here's Sports Radio 560 QAM. This season, the family that defined family redefines family again, and then defines the very definition of family, the Sopranos. Hey, Tony, how you doing? Who the hell are you? I'm your cousin, Tony. You're not my cousin, Tony. My cousin, Tony, is a massage therapist. No, that's Tony Bobby. I'm Tony Vinny. Tony Vinny? I don't have a cousin, Tony Vinny. Yeah. Where you been? I've been in the can. In the can? I didn't know you were in jail. No, no, no. I was in the bathroom. Oh, my cousin. Oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. Who the hell are you? Hey, Tony, I'm Tony. What do you mean you're Tony? I just met another cousin, Tony. No, I'm your other cousin, Tony Alfonso. Tony Alfonso? Where the hell have you been? I've been in Florida. I'm the one with the mole. I don't have any cousin with a mole in Florida. Well, I'm not really your cousin. I'm your nephew. Then what the hell do you say you're my cousin? Because, like, I don't know. Hey, give me a hug. Oh. Oh, who the hell are you now? Hey, I'm your cousin Antoinette. My cousin Antoinette, where the hell are your birth papers? But everybody calls me Tony. What do you mean, Tony? I just met two cousin no, Tony. Tony with an I. Where the hell do you bring Tony with an I? You know, like Tony Basil, the girl who sings Mickey. You're my cousin? Yeah. Are you sure you're my cousin? I'm, yeah. I'll get over here. Redefining family again. Hey, get the from that tree. Hey, what do you want? Who are you? I'm your cousin. My cousin? I'm your cousin. 
Tony. You're my cousin Tony. I'm your cousin Tony. Get the down from that tree. Redefining family. Listen to me, Uncle Joe. We got a problem here. I got my cousin's name, Tony. Everybody says they're my cousin, Tony. What's your problem, Tony? Who the hell are you now? I'm trying to have a conversation with my Uncle Joe. I'm Vicenzi. Vicenzi. Vicenzi, Roberto, Giovanni, Tony. Where the hell did you come from? Don't you remember me? No, I don't remember you. I got all these cousins coming over to me saying, I'm your cousin. I'm your cousin. I was a guy. Gardner's brother's kid. Oh, you're Tony. Yeah. Sometimes you don't know who your family is, especially when everybody's named Tony. The Sopranos, Sunday nights at 9 Eastern on HBO. And who the hell are you now? Hi, I'm your cousin Tony. <laughs> 132, I never thought we'd be able to play any more Sopranos, but you know what? Yeah, might as well not. No, no I didn't say it was good, but it was long. And you know what's yeah, was long? In there, too? Right. Ponderous. Uh, anyway, 2702 at 560 WQM. TV networks cool on passion, and they better cool off that passion, or they're going to get what for from Michael Powell. Despite being the year's biggest box orifice blockbuster so far, the passion of the Christ seems unlikely to find a home on the four biggest broadcast networks. Mel Gibson's Icon Productions has been shopping the movie to TV. Only ABC has confirmed turning it down, but executives speaking on condition of anonymity, as they always do, said it was doubtful for CBS, NBC, and Fox, too. They said, uh-uh. The movie's graphic scenes of Jesus Christ's crucifixion were said to make broadcasters skittish, especially in the wake of uh, the Janet Jackson business, when government officials are closely watching what goes on TV, on the tube. They're closely watching your tube. There might be a lot of baggage because of the violence, said Brad Adgate, Analyst for the ad-buying firm Horizon Media. What a great name that is, Adgate. Isn't that like Watergate? Mm -hmm. Isn't that what we have on this radio station, Adgate? Adgate. That can put some pressure on advertisers not to buy this, he said. Fox is awaiting the evaluation of its broadcast standards department before making a decision on whether to pursue airing at the network's entertainment, chief said. The Hollywood agent is offering a licensing deal networks on behalf of Icon. Jeff Berg would not... Jeff Berg! Oh, my God! Would not comment on any negotiations. Jeff Berg! I wonder if his name was Bergstein or uh, whatever it was. You believe that? I believe it. He's just a businessman trying to make a living. But it says it could be a uh, cable could be where it's going to wind up going. But they better hurry up before Colin Powell and his buddies, I mean Michael Powell, get a hold of the cable thing too. Because he he said it again at that breakfast yesterday morning. I forgot to mention that. That's what they really would like: cable, satellite, books, newspapers, magazines, right. internet stations. Right. Telephone conversations, all of these things. All of these things. Besides the film's violent content, a TV network that airs the passion would also inherit controversy about it. Some Jewish organizations objected to the movie for fear would cause bad blood. Oh, here's the greatest line in the history of the human race. For fear it would cause bad blood between Christians and Jews. Oh, that's, that is an award winner, man. Oh, brother. We sure wouldn't want that. No. Bad blood between Christians and Jews. That can't ever happen. Got along for so long. That would be like saying bad blood between the Jews and the Palestinians. The Hindus and the Muslims. Bad blood. By the Youngbloods. Remember that? Or was that by Neil Sedaka? Neil Sedaka. Sorry. He wrote it. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Marvelous Line. I guess we're done with the list as far as any more names on here. Oh, thank God. What? I mean, uh, okay, I guess we are. Well, I mean, uh, we're, we're open for any more, but I think we've got the important people on there, don't we? <laughs> and then some. Other than, um, well, I'm trying to think of someone we may have left out. Drake Barahowski. How about Jesse Owens? 
Now, there's something to think about, putting him on there. And what about Alexei Ponikarovsky? We might think about putting him on there, too. But I had a quarter COVID. WQAM, hello. QAM. Oh, I like the sound of that, though. Not a good sound? Mm, it's a beauty. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Bad news. I read in Sports Illustrated that your boy Tommy Brady was over at the Vatican getting blessed by the Pope. Oh, my God. I wonder why the Pope kissed him. Oh, I, I bet his miter got a little tighter when that started uh, happening. But anyway, <laughs> moving along, um, yes. I heard a rumor that the Al Franken show, they were going to try to punch it up by getting someone in there, you know, that he could verbally spar with, like Hannity and Combs kind of thing. Oh, boy. Well, I'm going to nominate Ben Stein, because then the show would be Frankenstein. <laughs> okay. I'm a show. Bye. Not bad. Not bad. Good luck to you, Pally. You'll need it. How do you like that? Al Franken. Oh, God, what a bad mistake. I, I, didn't I warn you a long time ago? Yeah, you did. Didn't I say that's never going to fly? You warned us. But uh, they wouldn't listen to me. And, of course, Norma, she's too busy normally worrying about the faggery to worry about, you know, taking care of his clients, getting him on like 600 radio stations. If Saul Foose wouldn't have had uh, thievery in his heart, I could have been a contender, man. Could have been bigger than Mary Tyler Moore. Bigger than Sarah Lee. Forget about Norma Lee. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. Baseball cards and faggery. That's it. That's the man's life. I have no life. WQAM. Hello. Yeah, I have a, uh, a sports figure for the twentieth century. All right. Uh, have they mentioned Jackie Robinson yet? Jackie Robinson. That's a good one. <laughs> Get it on the Josh. <laughs> wow! I think of all the polls we've ever done, and, it, and yeah. it's a good. It's a good sign. It's a good sign. It's a good, it's a good thing, man. It's a, it is. Because what it says is there's a very limited number of these people in a whole hundred years who really have enough significance to even think about putting on his list. I mean, we did the entertainers yesterday. What did we do the day before that? The world leaders, whatever we did. And I thought, well, why not do the athletes, you know, which was one way of keeping them off the other two lists. But I figured, well, there's got to be something. Not that we don't have any votes. We got Look at how many votes we got. 840, we'll do about like about 900 votes during the show. That's not too bad, right? We'll take it. Well, especially considering where we are. See, I want to say this to you, and I really mean this. One of the things that our website has taught me is that a lot of the impressions that I had in the past, were they were correct, but they were understated. Right. Remember, I used to bitch every year about the worst week of the year for doing the show was mm -hmm. the Easter and uh, Pesach Passover business. Right. And I was right, but little did I realize that the demarcation line, it comes in phases, but phase one is positively that week. That's when everybody starts bailing out of this town. And then you get the week after that, so everybody who uh, hung around for a week uh, for whatever reason, then they start bailing out. And, of course, it raises the question in my mind, what happens when we get to, like, when the kids are all out of school, like June and July, when George is going to be on there toiling over an empty microphone July and August most of the days? Well, what happens then? Yeah. Boy. I don't want to get you depressed or anything, uh, but man, it's... Huh? Whatever. I'm used to it. But it just, uh, there just ain't nobody there. I mean, we'll have Josh here to talk to. When it's super hot and super humid and super bowl and long past, even Janet Jackson's boobie is a thing of the ancient past. We'll bring it back up. Pop it back up one more time. Oh, don't let Michael see it. We'll talk about the other one. Michael Jackson, that is. Aren't you got a moon on that one? He hates boobies. 20 till 2 at 560 WQM, the man who loves the uh, big ones. Jim Mandich, he'll be along at 2. The Humper, Hank Goldberg at 4. He's seen one or two in his time. 
The uh, Marlin pregame at 6.30. Marlins at the Philly 705. 80K to follow that. And then overnight. And then, of course, it'll be interesting in the morning if what that caller said is true. I don't, I don't know. You know me. I'm very dubious about anything the callers say about Mo slipping out of one of those this morning. Wow. Doobie. Man, oh, man, because it's zero. I hear it's zero tolerance. And I hear that they are dead serious on this and that if anybody should, uh, any of the people on the air especially, uh, go over the line and really just let something just went and blurt it out. I'm listening. History. And in his case, ancient history. Hey, you've heard about the big demand and the high-paid potential for computer professionals. Have you ever wondered if this career might be okay for you, the right thing? Well, here's your chance to find out. Fast Train is hosting a free one-hour seminar on computers and networking tonight, tonight, at both the Miami and Fort Lauderdale campuses. That's right. You can learn basic PC troubleshooting and networking absolutely free. Seating for this free computer seminar is limited, so call and reserve your seat at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Do it right now. All attendees to the free seminar will receive a diagnostic tool at no charge. So call Fast Train right now at 866-FAST-TRAIN to reserve your spot, your seat, your chair. And if you decide that you have a uh, that a new high-paying career is in your future, Fast Train really can have you trained and ready for that new career in just four short months by the end of the long, hot, humid summer. So check them out on the web at FastTrain.com, and then make that call and be sure to check them out tonight. Uh, for uh, uh, res- reserving your seat, make that call at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. And mention Todd Drex's name. It ought to be a hoot. And local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Bush hates gays. Bush hates gays. See how he'll pass a gay amendment ban. While off to San Francisco, they go to become a married home. Always disgusted unless you're a hetero, because Bush hates gays. of rocks, which Mad Dog likes to use that expression a lot. Mm. I want to apologize to the rocks out there. Don't you think we live in an apology? Sure. 
So by the way, that car bomb in this, in Riyadh this morning in yeah. Saudi Arabia. Yeah. At least ten people were killed and dozens wounded today when a car bomb destroyed a Saudi security service building in the capital. Facades were torn off buildings near the explosions, revealing rooms still on fire. Cars were smashed by debris. Clouds of dust and black smoke rose from the building and settled over the hood, is what it says here. Unbelievable. But oh, we're fine. Everything's good. Alice Hood. Well, that's one good thing about the last year, 2003. Got rid of Scott over there at the Atlantic City Sub. Don't see him no more. That's good. You like you a lot, Ira. Scott, another story. That was a raspberry. Don't get panicked. All right. Well, I don't want to get uh, dumped, you know, on my own show. In fact, how many times did I have to do it this uh, last week or two? About 30, man. Yeah. <laughs> I would say more in the last two weeks than in uh, my entire lifetime. Right. All combined. Well, that's the kind of environment that we're living under for that guy that called earlier if he's still listening and want to know if we were serious that we can't say, that we can't say, no, can't do any of it. A lot of people still don't think it's serious. Really? Really. Well, what are all these stories then that we're talking about? Why is Stern off here in Miami? Why did the guys in Atlanta get canned? Why did Bubba Love Sponge get canned in Tampa? Because it's a joke? Because I'm just right. making it up? They don't take the extent of it all seriously. Nobody oh, I see. Can't play a part I see. Well, guess what, said the blind man. To his deaf wife. Right. On the telephone. The most important athlete of the 20th century was, and it's a good thing this one's coming to a conclusion. No athletes are important. 242, 28% of you party poopers. Even George made a vote. Who'd you vote for? Oh, Jesse. No, no. Well, let's put him on there. I voted for Joe DiMaggio because of the children's hospital, and he's doing poorly, see. That goes to show you. Well, what, what, what does that mean? He still might have been a real, uh, in fact, he was. What? He was a real uh, dupe bag. A, a, bad, a bad man? And a scrum bag. But he started the Children's Hospital. No athletes are important. 242. Jackie Robinson, 163. Muhammad Ali, 107, a.k.a. Cassius Clay. Babe Root, 76. Jesse Owens, 73. We must have put him on there. Michael Jordan, 44. Dan Marino, 27. I have no idea why, other than it's uh, Miami. Pele, 19. O.J. Simpson, 16. Lance Armstrong, 14. Tiger Woods, 14. Jim Thorpe, a dozen. Needlenose Wayne Gretzky, 8. Bobby Orr, seven. He's right on Wayne's ass. Roberto Clemente, five. <laughs> Joe DiMaggio's got four and Joe Montana, four. In other words, Dan Marino's got more votes than Joe Montana. Now, how many Super Bowls did Joe Montana win, Josh? Five, I believe. Four. I think. How many did Dan Marino win? The big O. David, did you hear what he just said? I heard it. The, the big O. Oh, oh, no. I sure hope that uh, programming didn't hear that. Another suggestion in case Joe Rose is out again tomorrow with his suspended sentence or whatever's going on with him. I, I don't know. Joe Montana, four. David Beckham, three. Jimmy Brown still only got three. Oh, my God. Wow. That's because all the old farts are gone. They went back up north. Ty Cobb, two. George Armstrong's got a pair. The Chief. Willie uh, Shoemaker, two. Hank Aaron, two. Ted Williams, two. Arnold Palmer, two. Sandy Koufax, two. Rhymes with... Two. Oh. Kurt Flood, Casey Stengel, Mark Spitz, Pete Sampras, Mario Lemieux rhymes with Jew, has one. Johnny Hughes got one, rhymes with do, can do. Arthur's ass has got one. Sugar Ray Robinson won, and no votes for Billie Jean King, Petey Rose, Newt Rockney, Joe Namath, Mickey Mendel, Ernie Banks, Will Chamberlain, Gordy Howe, which is spelled wrong, and... Uh, Who's on? And Willie Mays. Willie Mays has none out of 866 votes. That's scandalous. We may make it to the Guinness Book of Records even though the guy died, you know? Willie Mays has got the big... Oh! Holy moly! 
You people sure don't know nothing about uh, sports, about impact players. Even George knows Willie Mays. Huh? Am I right? You know Willie Mays. I know Lowry Mays. Yeah, that's the well. I think you'd probably rather know Willie Mays than Lowry Mays. Probably. Wow, what a what a dirtbag! How come I said that? We can say that. I, for now, yeah. Duke bag, dirt bag, scrum bag with like an R, of course. Hey, wait, how about, for... how about seam bag? Seam bag. Oh, I like that a lot. That's good, <laughs> girl, uh, Josh, whatever your name is. That's girl. very good. Way to go, girl. Seam bag. <laughs> Ooh, I love that. Nice. Uh, that was a beautiful thing. I almost compensated for the fact that you didn't know uh, who uh, what Barry Switzer was. Who? Well, he knows Barry Swisher. He just didn't want to uh, blurt it right out. Okay, he didn't want to show us uh, show us up, show it off. One fifty-two at five sixty WQM. The Lights of West Boca is a place where all you fat people are going to love because they provide you with the best products for the weight loss phase of your low carb diet. Now, if you're on the Atkin Sugar Busters South Beach or any other low carb sugar free diet. The number one low-carb store in America is Delights. And, of course, they want to tell you that many of the new reduced products on the store shelves are geared toward cutting back on carbohydrates, not on you losing weight. Well, forget about that. Delights of West Boca's expertise has always been on the weight loss phase of low-carb dieting for us desperate, fat, fat folks. Delights carries over a 1,000 products with a focus toward the lowest carbs possible that can fit into a successful low-carb weight loss plan. Their spring sales in full swing right now, so stop on by. Their staff knows dieting inside and out. They're open every day, seven days a week, 10 to 10. The Lights of West Boca, you'll find it on the northeast corner of Glades and 441, right next to Boston Market, or call them toll-free at 1-877-L-O-W-C-A-R-B, low-carb, or on the web at lowcarb.com. Don't forget, the Lights of West Boca, really be your official Atkins Retail Center. <laughs> And local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Tony, I told you, don't bother me while I'm in here. Arthur! Uh, hello? It's Mickey Mouse! Oh, Mr. Mouse, good morning. How are you? What the hell are you doing to me? Uh, uh, nothing, sir. You're freaking killing me! No, I'm not. I got David Kelly calling me every three minutes! Why did we move the practice? Sir, you, you told me to move the practice. I didn't tell you any. You must have misunderstood me. N no, sir. You said move the practice to Monday. Hey, hey. Listen, Buckwipe. I'm the boss. I make the decisions. You take the heat. Right. You move the practice. Okay. I... How are we doing with it anyway? I, oh, man. Hold on. Three minutes. <laughs> yeah, boss. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I'm on the phone, Remus. Hi, sir. Yes, sir. What was your question? I'm telling you, I'm going crazy over here. Between David Kelly and now Michael Jackson calling me every three minutes, I'm going to go out of my freaking mind. Hold on. Reavers! Yeah, here you go. Stop it, Reavers! I'm going to call, boss. I'm going to call, Reavers! Reavers! What's this in my hand, Reavers? That's your penis, boss. My other hand, Reavers! Oh, that's the phone, boss. Right. I can't hear anything, Remus. Stop sawing the floor. Sorry. Hi, sir. Sir, sir, the moves are working out very well. The practice is fourth in its time slot well, and moving up. Fourth in its time slot? Christ, are we even beating the WB? Barely. Oh, my God. The Michael Jackson thing was a rating success. Of course. Hold on a second. Remus. <laughs> what the hell are you doing with a harmonica, Remus? Well, don't play it, Remus. I'll jam that thing down your throat. And get that bluebird 
over 25 million people saw Shut the... up, Eisner. Listen. Yeah. You see me, what I'm doing here? Uh, uh, sir, you're on the phone. I know I'm on the phone. Do you see what I'm doing? Uh, Use your imagination for crying out loud. Uh, uh, I'm moving my hands up and down, side to side. I'm the puppet master. I say it, you do it. Now Fox is going to hear all the stuff that you cut out of the Michael Jackson interview. Uh, but, but, sir, you told me to edit out all that stuff to make him look like a freak. Puppet master, me. Idiot. Oh. What the hell are you doing now? Fixing the floor, boss. There's nothing wrong with the floor, Remus. What's this in my ear? That's your penis, boss. My other ear, Remus. <laughs> That's the phone, boss. That's the phone, Remus. Get out. Come on, Bluebird. Get out. Eisner? Yes, sir. Killing me. Uh, Killing me. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. Killing me. Sorry. Killing me softly. Okay, almost time to go. What a uh, great piece of luck that is, nice you know? timing. And we got that thing in there, which the guy wanted to hear before, and I said, nah, no chance, but being an old softy like I am. Plus, it's three minutes and 12 seconds long, kills some good time. Damn. Anyway, maybe one of the uh, least uh, popular polls we ever took. Sorry about that. The most important athlete of the 20th century was, no athletes are important, 254, Jackie Robinson, 166, Muhammad Ali, 111, and after that, it's kind of like small taters. One of the most important athletes in the history of Solon, Ohio, is standing by the Mad Dog coming up next. Bye, bye, bye! The Mad Dog Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Foggy style with candle drip.